Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Wednesday on the run home. Uh, well, Joel, he was down in Melbourne having a tight feed, so I stepped in. The professor, it was you and I, Fletch, down yeah, at the good. Sporting Globe. What a cracking afternoon we had. It did. We, uh, geez, we, had a, we crossed a lot of uh, subjects, yeah. didn't we? We had Bozer on. And Ryan Grant talking all things beautiful game. Absolutely. The confessions were on again. And uh, you were you wanted people to call in to tell you basically what they were stealing from Supermarket. Well, Brooksy got the ball rolling. Brooksy's a tea leaf. I didn't know that. Uh, Bradman Best looks like he's staying at the Knights. Uh, we had a lot of rugby league chat. And your man, Zampatron. Yeah, the Zampstagram, he was on. He's not happy with, um, with uh, the great man, Pup. Right. He really stuffed it in his face and said, sucked in, we won. I'm starting to think maybe Zamps and Carl, mates. <laughs> Solid mates. And Travis Head, he's still going. Apparently, he's, st- oh, he's over there for the first T20, but his old mate Mitch Marsh isn't sure whether he'll be, well, sober for it. He doesn't have to play. He won. Nah. He, he, he was player of the, of the match. He doesn't need. Travis Head, we salute you, sir. Keep drinking piss. Yes. And speaking of which, we're at the Sporting Globe for the rest of the week. But next week, you're on the road again, Fletcher, at Wahlburgers in Circular Quay. Hello, Marky Mark. It's not actually Marky Mark. Will Donnie be there? from uh, New Kids on the Block. Hope so. And another thing, because I'm always saying and after things because I forgot this, podcast listeners, this is your perfect opportunity. A lot of people work in the city. A lot of people work around the uh, CBD. Come down. We've got hats. We've got hats up our chamindas, and we want to flick them off. We want to give them to you. If you're balding, take one. If you've got long hair, take one. If you've got no Rubik's, take one. Hats and Fletch handing out hats. I can't think of anything better. Get down there. We'll see you there. See ya. Welcome to The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks to Hyundai Santa Fe. Available now. Book a test drive today. Imagine that. The new standard in steel cap boots is here. Rotoflex by Blunston. Yes, hello and welcome to The Run Home with Joel and Fletch, uh, not Joel this afternoon, it's the Professor, and we are coming to you live from the Sporting Globe. Uh, we're here all week, and goodness me, haven't the fans turned out this afternoon? Uh, I'm going to say 10,000 here, Fletch. Uh, um, I counted eight and a half before, but so uh, yeah, they're, look at them. They're all, they everyone's are. here with their hats on. Don't forget, if you come down here and say the secret word, you get a free... Mickey hat. What is the secret code? Have Keith, you given it? I gave it on Monday. Ooh, it was okay. Keith Bonney. Right. That uh, was it. You got to come up. One gentleman here just came up and just said Keith Bonney, and he got a free hat. And you look terrific in that hat, sir. It's a wonderful <laughs> hat. 
Hey, and Brooksy, welcome to you. Thank you for organising the security, mate. It's it's essential down here. No problem. Keep them back. It, you need to down here. Eight to ten thousand. You guys doing the Roosters uh, crowds, are we? No, there's a few down no, here. No, mate. God, I can't see the chairs for the people. There's a lot of people. They love the Joel and Fletch SCN 1170 show. It's fantastic. Uh, good afternoon to you, Sydney, Brisbane, Gold Coast listeners across the SEN network uh, and wherever you are listening around the world on the SEN app. Uh, hello to you. Let us know where you're listening from. The further afield and the weirder it is, you'll get a mention. Uh, shout out to the Run Home Podcast listeners on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Fletch, I've been listening to every show. Yeah. The, the podcast is outstanding. It is. It is. As is yours, too. Thank you, mates. You're going really good. Which one? Yeah, oh, I know. You've got, you sort of spread yourself a bit thin, don't you? No, no, no. No. What I've done is I own my own stuff now. I own all right. the IP. That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. All those years of giving all my IP to Fox and Nine. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Uh, and what does that do? I mean, when you own your IP now... Is that, uh, can you monetize that? You can, yeah. So, what you do, right? Uh, best example is a, rug, a very famous rugby union podcast called The Rugby Pot. It's the biggest one in the world. And they got five years in, and Spotify came in yeah. and bought a percentage of their business for a crazy amount of money. How much? Uh, like hundreds of millions of dollars. Wow, like Joe Rogan style. Nah, made a hundred million dollars up. It's probably 10 million. Might have been two. Doesn't matter, but that's the plan. You've got to yeah. own it. Good um, on you. But yes, it's. Uh, I gave all my best ideas many years ago yes. to, to Rupert. Um, so we are on YouTube. Make sure you look, search Joel and Fletch and subscribe. Have you got a slice of that? The YouTube monetization? No, Who's getting that? I'm not too sure. Brooksy's just Brooksy, going. Brooksy, you straight in the pot? Yeah. Um, oh. No comment. Uh, no, it's <laughs> under the, the umbrella. Okay. Banner. Uh, yeah. Does Hutchie know? Did you have yes, to get the uh, go ahead and Hutchie? Clearance, yes. Hutchie's made the papers again today, <laughs> I noticed. Yeah. Uh, they're into him. Now, Rini, Hachi, I'm sticking, he, I'm sticking yeah. by you, brother. Oh, good on you. Good potty, wasn't it? It was a great potty. potty. Push. It's a great what potty. What was that Sounding one? board. The sounding board, him and Damo. Uh, but speaking about contracts, did you see Kyle and Jackie O's? They signed a 10-year <laughs> <laughs> deal, 100 yeah. million. Each. So, each. how old would you say they are now? Kyle's, he had his 50th, so he'd be about 51. So, so he's going to be 60, like, asking... You know, Jason Derulo about who he's sleeping with. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, but I think he can get away with it. You think he's timeless? Well, I don't think I think Jason Derulo won't be around oh, in 10 years' go. time. So whoever the next Jason Derulo is going to be. It might be Kid Leroy. Ah, yeah. Yeah, he'll have a scandal sometime down the track. That's not bad. And how long's your new deal that you've signed here? Uh, similar. Is it? Very, very similar. Similar numbers? A little bit. I've got to do some extra sort of <laughs> curricular activities. I've got to go... Uh, do the medium strip at Hutchie's house. Yeah, no, that's good. In the back. Sorry, are you talking about out on the road or? Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got Mowers Long. Well, I, there's other medium strips, isn't there? Oh, oh no. Oh, jeez. James, it's seven past three. Yeah, but look at the crowd. The they loved it. They, oh, they loved it. Look at these. Oh, oh, look at the crowd. Look at these dirt bags. <laughs> Why do those blokes wear those bum bags? What are bum bags? Yeah, and across the shoulder like that. That is uh, odd. I don't know. Anyway. He's, he's very up and about, that bloke. Um, the Tradie Hour, thanks to Amer Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. Uh, coming up on the show, listen to this all-star lineup. Yep. Shawnee Omerod with a sports bet market update. He's been on fire lately, lately Shawnee. I don't know if you've been... You know, I think the earlier time slot suits him because he's now on new time slot. Yeah, three thirty. Three thirty. I think he's he's punching uh, well above his weight. Ryan Grant is on. 
Sydney FC player. Uh, they've got the big derby against Western Sydney Wanderers this weekend, so we'll be chatting all things round ball, Joga Bonita with him. Lots of big results in the World Cup qualifiers overnight. I don't need to tell you, Fletch. I know that you watch it. Yeah, did we... Well, we got the cash against the Palestine. We did uh, beat them 1-0. And a big game today, uh, our time, Argentina took on Brazil. We won't say the result because we've got a lot of South American listeners. Is that right? Yes, we do. Did all the um, did all the Mickey players get it? Yeah, Lionel was there. Very. I thought he hung up his, nah. his size four boots. No. Not internationally, no. not yet. No. Oh, I thought he. Size that, four. No, I thought he, he comes he and out. goes, mate. He's like Ben Stokes. He's hopeless. He's right. retired like four times. Um, and then Wacky Team Wednesday. What is your Wacky Team Wednesday? I'm going to hold it. Hold it. I'm going to hold it till four o'clock. We did mention it yesterday. Put it this way. I'll give you a hint. Travis Head is the seven and the captain. So that's a bit cryptic. Moustaches? That could. Ooh, yeah, okay. That, I mean, so can, yes, uh, he does have a he does have a, a, a moustache. It's a mighty moustache. Uh, Penny Wong will be in the team, not because of no, her no, moustache. Okay. No. No. Um, <laughs> she will be in this team because of something she did at uh, Mawson Lakes the last month down there in South Australia. Okay. Okay. Uh, you were shouting out weird and wonderful places. Yeah, talk to me. Uh, so. The mailman, the Maltese mailman from Marrickville, he's listening from the island of Gozo in Malta. Oh, how good's that? So people on holidays listen to your show. Yep. They are, they are avid fans. You've been to Malta? No, you? No, I went to Sicily and I should have gone over. Could have got the ferry across. But you can see Malta. It's tiny, right? Tiny. The only, and Mario Phoenix, the only Maltese person I've ever met. Um, Do you know any other yeah, Maltese people? Michael Vella. No, is he? He's Maltese. Uh, Parramatta. I'm starting to get a bit of theme here. Both of them are out there blokes. Uh, are yeah. they mad, the Maltese? I think they are. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know uh, mad. Good time to bring the... Tu- oh, no, he's on the phone. Don't bring the tourist. Hello, tourist. How are you? Good afternoon, everybody. How are we? Oh, terrific. I'm, I'm really enjoying my new role today. I'm yeah. loving this role. Can, can I just doing? say, you've done nothing for the last three days. We went to pop-up... <laughs> we went up to pop-up... Uh, pop-up Paul? Pop-Pete. Paul. In Perth. Perth. And then, and then we had our man Disco David Melbourne. What have you been doing, tourist? Can you not see all of this other stuff that's happening? But you didn't do that. James Battledon, yeah, who KB said all Yeah, just taught me how to learn, learn, learn and do all this. Okay. And now it's, um, I'm looking after it all. Yeah, there's lots of Yeah, I reckon there's two yeah. laptops. That's there's impressive. two laptops. There's three. I've got a third down Have here. you got any more me. shit NFL tips that we all <laughs> whipped into on, yesterday? Ask me on Thursday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get into that. Uh, now, I've got late-breaking news as to our guest list here. Um, you're not going to believe it. The B-man, Mark Bosnich, is on the show. It live. He may come down, he may not. Will he ride we'll his confirm. unicycle down here? Because he's just here at Barangaroo. He's just at Barangaroo, yeah. The B-man. Oh, look at the crowd. Him and Samuel that. Johnson coming down on the unicycle. Is how, how, how Samuel Johnson? Ah, so he did the, was it Sydney to Melbourne on a unicycle? Well, yeah. yeah. Have you seen much of him lately? Did you see him on um, the Today Show recently? No. Uh, well, it wasn't recently, probably a year ago. Around the whole, remember when Molly Meldrum kept dropping his pants? What oh, are we pointing yes. at here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you got here? Oh, no, the, the, the boys here, here have just tipped me into a hall. Sorry, listeners, I think it's Father's Day, uh, number two at Warwick Farm. But it was one of these, uh, it, I said, who gave us a tip? Some young gentleman here, he goes, oh, my mate owns it. Owners tips. Not great. It's out in the lead, though. Not great. Uh, now, let's talk uh, about this area down here. You and I were chatting about Cargo Bar. Oh. Uh, back. Is Cargo Bar still hill? Yep. Here for, do you still yep. go down there on a Saturday no. night and tear it up? No, that was a long time ago. That was the early 2000s. That's where I pretty much dominated. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> he's, what's quite Im- impressive now. All these boats. 
So they'll be getting Christmas parties are coming. Oh, yeah, are you happy good. with your Christmas party on a boat? Because you can't escape. It's true. You know, if you if you run into Cheryl from accounts and she says something to you, uh, yeah, how do you get away that's from dangerous. her? Surely SEN would never go on a boat. Oh, look at this. Come on, son. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't early crow it, brother. Yes, Please don't do it. Here. They're getting excited. There's a group yeah, of it's gents here. Yeah, he's got the cash. Yeah, congratulations, Father's Day. You can take off your bum bag, boys. <laughs> I want to know what's in that bum bag and why you got a rat's tail. <laughs> All the way down to your coccyx. Uh, well done, gents. Thanks for the tip. We missed that, though. Nice um, work, Sorry, boys. James. No, no, I was just talking about how wonderful it is down here. And you surely, uh, back in your rooster's glory days, what you and Rico and Wingy had come down. You had Bungalow 8 down on the corner. Mm. You had Cargo Bar. Yeah. What else was down here? There was... Well, then you'd get up the cross. Yeah. If you were that hectic, you'd go the cross. And then you would keep going. You'd go to DCMs That's on Oxford right. Street. Yeah. And then if you wanted to go real hectic, you'd go to the Black Market. Where was the black market? Over in Regent Street at Redfern. Day club. You joke. Did you used to... I did it. How did you times. have the energy for all of that? I just did push-ups and sort of stuff. I saw Wingy one day. I've never, yeah. Have I told you about this story? When We're all meeting down here at, um, you know, blank, what do you call it? Bungalow 8? Or, uh, King Street Wharf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where where I am today. Anyway. Sporting guy. Yep. Because it's near where all these buses, uh, boats are, there was all these hens getting off wild boys afloat. Oh, how good. And they spotted Craig Wing, and I've never seen anything like it. He was backpedalling. They were, they were coming at him at all angles. Four different hens days and their friends. He has the, the, the Kavorka, doesn't he? Is yeah. that what it was in Seinfeld? Yeah. What is the equivalent for Wingy? He's got the, the lure, doesn't he, of the lure devil. Of the animal. Yeah. yeah. Don't know. Well, he's a good-looking cat. Was he the most sought-after gent you ever played with? Uh, Anthony Minicello was oh, pretty popular yeah, the with the ladies. That makes sense. What about um, Ian Rubin? Yep, big. Big with the Odessa crowd. Ian Rubin? Oh. Well, he's, he was born in Odessa. Very good uh, tennis player, Ian Rubin. Really? Yep. Was he big serve on him? No, a good a backhand slice. Was he serve volley? No. No, he wouldn't come up with a net. No, he's no Paddy Rafter. No. Hey, Paddy Rafter would make my team oh, today, boys. Oh, good tease. Yeah. Okay, yep. Travis Head. Is it people that sweat a lot? Does Penny no. Wong sweat? I'm sure she would. She did get the boat, Botox under the armpits. Got rid of that. That's a new go. <laughs> Have you had that done? No. You don't. Oh no, you sweat, but you don't stink. That's correct. The thing. Yeah. And that's why I get bitten by mosquitoes because I found out that if you don't have, if you have odor, mosquitoes won't go you. Now, and only female female mosquitoes bite. Really? Yep. Do they? Do they? Are they the only ones that carry malaria? And dengue? Uh, no, we'll, I think we'll they both. I think they do, but I don't know. Okay. Now the other gent that's a part of this, uh, well, it's a quintuple this afternoon, isn't it? Is um, Dave down in there in uh, Melbourne? Hello, Dave. How are you? Just put the cans good. on. Good. How you doing? Yeah, good on you, Dave. Very good, mate. Um, lovely to meet you. How's it been going? This. Have you been working with these boys all week? Uh, yes. Yes, and the afternoon show too. Okay. All right. And First uh, time he's been on air. Oh, really? And we've got him on air three days. You've got to get rid of those Melbourneites. This guy. Come up to Sydney. Let's hang out. I'll, I'll, I'll take you around town. Yeah, well, once it's, your studio's finished, sure. Oh, okay. Oh. I was going to say now. <laughs> um, here we go from Mystery Man. Oh, this is a quick one. Mystery Man's had a bit of a whack at you. Interesting move there, Professor. Start a podcast about a dying sport that no one cares about. Then sit around and wait for a call from Spotify. Don't hold your breath, mate. Let me, let Mystery me man. fire back. Whack. Here we go. No, no, no. Rugby Hang League on. has 8 million possible fans in the world. 
Eight million? Well, I've done the maths. Rugby Union has 500 million possible no, I, fans. I and what that. YouTube does is it opens you up. There's no geo-blocking. See, this is the problem with everything you make. Everything's geo-blocked. You might be doing great jokes, but people in... Switzerland down here in Fletchy's I'm not, I don't want. I don't want to give the Switzerland Swiss any. Love rugby Malta. League Malta. Malta, I love us. Um, what was his name? Mystery Man? Mystery Man. Yeah, blow it out your ass, mate. Okay, so. <laughs> um, hey, the we had, do have a cracking show uh, lined up this afternoon. I wanted to ask you, Fletch, did you get around that cricket on Sunday? You probably uh, already yes, covered I did. this. Did you watch the whole? No, I watched only watched the Indian innings. Yeah, I did the same thing. Went to bed yeah. at 11.30. Don't you think? And now, I mean, you're doing your podcast with uh, Vaughny. Gilly, have you spoken to them since? We did a show yesterday about it. Okay. Can I ask you this? I'm no cricket expert, although I did represent... There we go. Uh, Cause Cause Shield. Cause Shield. <laughs> did you find... Did they, did, did they comment about how Coley was just sort of playing like a test match, just, ch- you know, singles? And Did, they, did you ask him why he so, so sort of didn't open the shoulders? They were talking about the speed of the pitch. And it wasn't coming onto the ball. Yeah. yeah. And so he... You, you can't... When you, there's no speed, there's no... It doesn't run off the bat. Gotcha. So they couldn't get any uh, purchase isn't the right word. They couldn't get like they couldn't hit it hard enough to go to the boundary. Because you heard that stat about how past the eleventh over they only scored four boundaries. Yeah. Because it was sticky wasn't coming. Yeah. Sticky wasn't coming, yeah. Isn't that where you sort of move your feet, get down the, get down well, the pitch? I don't know. I, I mean, the... if anybody probably knows, it's probably Virat. I know, but I, I you I, could I, DM I think Virat and say, I, I'm going to say this, and this might be controversial. Pressure got to him. Maybe. I, 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 look I on his face. I would have ripped out. his fake beard off. And <laughs> <laughs> well sculpted. You're calling fake? No, nah, for sure. He's dying it. I reckon when he when he knocked it on to his stumps, he knew that was the moment. Yeah. That he'd so did the crowd. Yeah. Silence. And so Vaughn said, my mate Vaughn said, the last 30 overs, complete silence. 125,000 people. Yeah. And he said it was the eeriest thing ever. The tech guy came in, he was working for the BBC, came in and checked all the effects mics because he was like, what's going on here? There was nothing. And did the crowd not sledge? They're not bad. No, they're no, not no. sledges. And they, don't boo, they, they booed the umpires. Yeah, but they, but they don't boo players. They don't. It's just not in there. No, but normally they're up singing and they're dancing. Yeah. And don't they love a single? Did you notice that? There was a few like long singles and they're cheering as if it's like a four or a six. Yeah, because they were desperate. Desperation a bit like, remember, cheering. It was a bit like the Bulldogs. Remember with the Hitachi highlights? Highlights <laughs> when they were, they were doing like kick for touch. Kick for and touch. And everyone's going, oh, wow. 12 metre run. He's just kicked at 40 metres. Or a quick tap. A quick tap. <laughs> a quick tap made it seconds. Uh, Andrew Simons, wacky team. Yes, mm. Richie. Oh, somebody's worked it out, have they? Yeah. Uh, what's this here? This is from the minor pool cleaner. Ask Fletch if he remembers the trough boy at the Black Market Hotel. Well, I, I didn't see him there, but I knew he was at Sleazeball. Is that the famous trough boy that yeah. there's now a documentary about? Yes. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's very good. Did it win a BAFTA? Uh, no, it won an actor. Uh, Oh what? That's the Australian BAFTA. Double A C T A. Oh, that's still pretty good. Yeah, best he's documentary no about. He's no longer with us. No, he passed away. That's, he used I mean, to wear a wet, He used to wear a wetsuit and uh, snorkeling gear and lie in the trough. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, he used to get pretty hot in summer in the wetsuit from memory because he uh, he wore a springy in summer. Yeah, and he had a steamer in winter. Yeah, I, th- I saw he had a short. <laughs> he had a short arm steamer once. Well, and it was only one point five. I think he's Mills. fitness. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember you also did boardies and just a top. Yeah, that one was one Saturday. That was remember here. that? That was pretty yeah. good. Okanui's. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, five stars. Get on YouTube. 
and, and have a look. Um, so we are on all afternoon. If you want to come down to the Sporting Globe, make sure you come down and uh, join us. If you're thinking you're living nearby, Bozzer, if you're listening, come yep. down early. Yep. Come down and have a chat. Um, just a reminder, there is a, a magic word that you can say that scores yourself a Mickey hat. Yes. Uh, uh, you've, got to be, you've got to be. I already said it early, so I might say it on the hour every hour. You don't mind, Brooksy? Yeah. Uh, gentleman here came up, gave me the whisper in my ear. He said, keep Bonnie. And I said, yep, here's a hat. It's a great hat. I, it's, uh, I love the colours. Did you design that, Fletch? I did. Mate, you're too good. I did steal it, the idea from... Uh, Michigan? Michigan State. <laughs> Michigan State. It's almost identical, actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There is a little bit. But it's fantastic. Uh, so, Fletch, did you, uh, did you sit at home and watch the cricket? Yes, did yep. you? Did you uh, have a few beers? Did you have some mates around? Did no, you... I, just, I just kicked back. I had uh, my CBD oil that I love. A little bit of THC in there. Legal. So, what, yeah, well, how is, so how do you take... Is it in the air? How do you do CBD oil? <laughs> you, got, you got a little jar. And you got a little... Like, like you're, getting, you're giving your um, child some uh, oh, and Panadol. Oh, on your tongue? Yeah, syringe it out and just squeeze it under your tongue. And what do, you, what do you do then? Are you seeing things? No. There's, as I've mentioned this numerous times, there's no psychoactivity. So it's good for your joints and your knees, pardon the pun. Uh, it's good to sleep. You sleep the whole night. Because at the moment, I've got trouble getting up doing wheeze at about 3 a.m. Oh, your no, m- got micro checked. bladder. Got it checked. What is it? It's all good. Well, you've got to start worrying because that can be a little bit of... Prostate problem. Prostate problem. But I'm all clear. Thanks for... Uh, Thanks, listeners. Anyway, just remember you. to get your prostate yeah. checked. If you want to get involved in the show, uh, 1300 01. I should know. 1170. Yeah. 1170. And uh, text 0457. 736 736. Or come down, say the That's code a good word. Idea. Code word, and you're getting a hat. Come down and get involved. All right, you are on the run home with Joel and Fletch. We're here all afternoon. Yes, welcome back to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Uh, this afternoon, coming to you from the Sporting Globe down at King Street Wharf. We're having a terrific afternoon. Just a reminder, uh, if you want to watch some of the show, you can catch it live on YouTube. Just search Joel and Fletch SEN, and then you click subscribe, and you get as much of the boys uh, that you could ever wish for. Um, all right, time now for this. We all have a couple of skeletons in our closet, so it's time to come clean and confess with Joel and Fletch. Talk to me, Fletch. Mm, How's this I'm one just listening to a bit of Usher. Okay, well, this is, uh, this is open. This is open to anyone if you want to get something off your chest. Uh, and this has come across my desk earlier. Look, Australian supermarkets, uh, look, they're in a bit of strife at the moment because as the cost of living bites and resentment grows over their ever-increasing cost of groceries, Australian retailers, get this, losing $15 million in stock. Oh, my heart bleeds. Every day. <laughs> Oh, I hope they're okay. According to statistics released by the Australian Bureau of Statistics, there has been a 17% increase in retail theft, most involving groceries and meat. This year's annual report from Coles and Woolies both cited cost of living pressures as a reason for increased theft levels. Woolworths are actually thinking about having uh, security, undercover security, a bit like Bunnings. So As Bunnings got undercover Bunnings security. Bunnings have got undercover security in the tool section. <laughs> so I like that. Yeah. It's like an air marshal, isn't it? Correct. So they, can yep. they take their jacket off and they've got the... They just come. They wait till they walk outside because they can't get them until they're literally mm. walking and they come and grab them. Um, now, Brooksy, this is pretty damning. You would like to confess something you've done recently? Yeah, when that got posted around, I thought it was a good time to come out. So my local 
supermarket has the pick and mix sort of section for the nuts. Yeah. I, I like a cashew. They're, but they're just are they? So how how much is a how much is a kilo of cashews? Oh, I I try not to look at it. It's massive. It's in the forties. Wow, what a yeah, peanuts! Yeah, yeah. They're in the teens. Okay. So we're two and two to Yeah, they're in between. They're in the low twenties. Brooksy, this is thieving. Yeah, I, I've done it once, but I thought I'd come clean. Put the cashews through as peanuts. Okay. You doing any of that gear? Uh, we're going back a while. Like, I'm not 42 and doing it like Brooksy. Uh, back in the day, I would, and I've said this, it's the old classic old avocado for a, you put an onion, you type in onion, but it was an avocado. Right. Some of avocados, there's been a few avocado heists that have yeah. happened, if you remember, where they pump up to four or $5. Yeah. An onion, I mean, what are you paying for an onion? 20 cents. Yeah. If well, you're the, lucky. The big go now is putting meat down your pants, <laughs> getting the lamb cutlets, and just down getting the wagyu, strides. just down your pants and walk out. In your undies? No, 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 but that's a, it's an old go. But be careful if you're willing to do that, you're going to get caught. Because as I mentioned, undercover security. Putting meat in your pants, are you putting a bag around it? No, it, no, it's not the whole, it's not the from the butcher, it's into the meat section. Oh, with the plastic and the... Yeah, yeah, oh, so okay, that's pretty right. good. Meat's you, gone through. Have you been doing anything dodgy in the... Oh, when I was little... Self-serve? When I was younger, I did. I used to do... I told you when I stole $100 when I was working at uh, the chemist. Oh, yeah. Stole yeah. that. I was thinking, I saw it. It was a grey nurse. I looked at the envelope, put it up to the sun. I'll never forget. I was on the corner of Ocean Street and Bondi Road. And I looked up the sun. I went, I'd never seen a $100 note before. Took it and took all the boys. My friends were 12, went to the Easter show. We all got show bags. How? <laughs> all of us. How old are you, mate? Yeah, I was 12. Yeah, but how much was a show bag back then? Like a dollar? We went berserk. Berserk. Remember the uh, Birdie Beetle bags? They're only two bucks. Yeah. Was that back then? Yeah. That yeah. was still there. I Jeez. got that this year. I got the Birdie Beetle this year. Oh, I love the Birdie Beetle bag. And then now they get all that other stuff, like the Kiss, the 106.5, the Kyle and Jackie O one. Is this how they Have they put the prices up for those to like pay for this? like $100 and you get a water bottle and you get a picture yeah, of Jackie. Sweatband. Yeah, like one of those shirts. Those, you know, what those? What was those ones where you touch it? Hypercolor. Oh, hypercolor. It was hypercolor. So when you touch... Jackie on a certain place, a face of... Yeah, slap bands. You've got the slap bands and a yo-yo with Kyle and Jackie O on either side. Just on yo-yos. Yeah, look, they're all into you. Nathan yeah. Brooks, you're a tea leaf. Yeah. Hey, I gave yourself up here. What is your local IGA that you've been stealing from? In my LGA? No, I'm not, not disguising. Okay. Coles or Woolies? I'd rather not say. Aldi. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. You can't rip Aldi off. So <laughs> charge enough. But I was an original, an OG... Uh, check out Chick, Big W, first job. And when they started automating that. Oh, you thought, well, oh. stuff you. You're taking jobs off people. Zachary. What about the new hectic one that Amazon have got? It's uh, facial recognition. So you go oh, in fun. there. Yeah. What if you're... What, are they, what do you mean, facial recognition? So where? in an Amazon store. There's no credit card. So they are just, there Amazon stores? Yes. They've gone into it. They've gone into know. America. Um, who's, by the way, the Bureau of Statistics... Australian Bureau. Is anybody else doing statistics? No, mm. they're the definitive. They, they, so they've got the monopoly, monopoly. on? Oh, I think there's stats at, like, in the NRL. Fox Sports Lab does Tackles. it too. Yeah. And are they, who are those blokes that got pinched for uh, backing a certain player for the Dally M's? Oh, there was a coach. Oh, yeah. That was and there was two, yeah. <laughs> two no, blokes. I, I just follow the money. And I, I don't think you can bet on uh, coach of the year anymore. No, they can't. You're a needle mover, mate. You make changes. Well, I, I, just, I just followed the money. 
Billy Ake had a cracking year that year. Oh, I don't want to. Now, if you want to confess anything, one 1170 uh, Fletch will talk you through it. This is the run home with Joel and Fletch. Oh, hang on. What about this? So, oh, Mitch is, oh, sorry, oh. Mitch is coming. Boys, I wasn't the thief. He obviously was. But, but I was an accessory to the crime. I watched a mate of mine make the beep sound with his mouth, and I reckon got $300 <laughs> worth of stuff for about 30 How good is this bloke at the sound effect? But hang on. Did, did the security light wait for the beep? Beep. Oh, it must be good. Mitch, we need to we need proof. He needs this. to call up and get his mate to do the boop over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> just a beep. Mitch. Beep. Okay. Um, yeah, this is the run home with John Fletch with thanks to MFP Easy. Voted Queensland's best fiberglass pool builder and Sonos. Game changing sound this festive season. After the news, it's Shawnee Omerold. Yes, you are on the run home with John Fletch uh, this afternoon. You've got the professor in the chair for Joel. We're down at the Sporting Globe, down mm. at King Street Wharf. Uh, and it is kicking off in here. Oh, goodness me. Great to see so many people down here to enjoy. Joel and Fletch. Uh, hey, where is Joel, by the way? Joel's down in Melbourne, last seen you good at to go there, Sean? Chin Chin. Down there. Uh, not Chin oh, Chin, sorry. Lucy, Lucy Lou's, okay. which is a, a Thai Similar? food joint. Yeah. Chin Chin's Thai. He's going it? down to see Robbie Williams. You're joking. Yep. Why didn't he see him in Sydney? That's what I said. I think he wanted to get away, get away from the kids. From you or the kids? The Robbie Williams, um, he's a pretty messed up cat. Yeah, you've you've watched his yeah watched gets around on. gets around his reggies all day. Does he? Just gets around. He's a hermit. <laughs> Just stays inside. What did you make of him? What was they recently when those they were in the AFL and he was making up songs for what's his team? Uh, uh, Ange Carlton. He did Ange, but then he did it for Carlton as well. Do you remember that? Ca- Carlton the Carlton Blues. AFL. He made up a song for him. Why is he doing something no. for us? Something for the Dragons? You could say we weren't in the finals. Well, Carlton? Carlton were in the finals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, why doesn't he come up with something for, for the Storms? He storms. should do the Storms. He's yeah. down in Melbourne now. Surely he could chat to somebody down there. Okay. Hey, uh, run home with John and Fletcher's thanks to Hyundai, the Hyundai Kona inline. Imagine to be bold. Uh, joining us now. Oh, God, this guy's great. Time to make it look easy with sports, but it's Shawnee Omerod. Are you there, Shawnee? Shattered, I didn't know you were, uh, you were down there at the uh, the sporting globe. I would have been down there with bells on, Prof. Yeah. You know, if there's cold beers flying, I'm oh, usually no. there. Well, where are you, Sean? Are you at work? Home office, Fletch. Yeah, working uh, hard, very hard. Okay. Uh, you're in the manor. Yes, how yeah. is it? Which wing are you in? I'm in the east wing at the moment. The west really struggles reception wise, okay. uh, but I'm just hanging on here in the east. Hey, um, Sean, have you heard of a bike called Brian Johnson? B-R-Y-A-N, similar spelling, to, exactly same spelling as mine. He, um, Is that he ACDC? To, no, he wants to cling on to his youth. So he's putting, where he's putting his money where his mouth is. He's a billionaire, this bloke. Multi-billionaire. Mm. He's, he's a biohacker. And he's putting his body through an immense process to wind back the years. The 46-year-old is keen to live for as long as possible, but he wants his body to remain young. One of the parts is his penis, and he's been wearing a device that measures... <laughs> How many erections he gets when he sleeps? Is um, he trying to reduce he, the amount? Or he honestly could not. You couldn't have got enough on penis being the body part there when you started this story. It was honestly a dollar one. How, how's he doing this? I'm intrigued. Man, he's going good. So basically, he's reversed his penis by 15 years. Wait a second. So, do you want more erections or less when you sleep? Well, he's. Tr- you want more because when you're younger, you got more testosterone. But surely when you're he's expanding bi- the skin on your penis, it's making it look old. He's a biohacker. Okay. Yeah, no, and he's a millionaire. Sorry, I'm I shouldn't question him. Bio-hacker. And he started off doing podcasts about rugby. Mate, 500 That's million. That's- <laughs> 
500 million. Five, yeah, did you hear that, Shawnee? It There's 500 million rugby union fans bull, in the world. Bullshit. Mate, the Australian Bureau of Statistics said it. Who bullshit. questions them? Uh, are you making 500 million? Yeah. 500 you're off million. your head, Prof. No, you're, you're off, kidding. Mate, you're off your head, mate. Come down into the globe and say it. And then he's, like, he's bagging league. He's a mad league I'm hater. I'm not bagging league. I love league. You know what you are? Why can't we love both? You're, because league's better. But you played both. Yeah, I did. I'm a Julian. Here we go, Julian. Mate, you know who's a, another league basher? <laughs> Clover Moore. What's my you hat? You and Clover. What, what is the hat I'm, I'm going to give you a choker chain. You and Clover I'm, can just I'm hang out together. I'm wearing a Manly Seagulls hat right now. Okay. And the 10,000 down here at the Sporting Globe love it. Okay. Hey, Shawnee, um, now that we're through yes. that, boxing tonight, we've got a big bout. Nikita Zoo is taking on Dylan Biggs. Who's going to yeah. smash the other bloke? Big Bigsy Smalls. He's the, uh, the the outside. I don't know too much about uh, young Dylan. Three dollars twenty is. We're expecting Nikita, obviously brother of the uh, the great, probably the better Tim Zoo. If we're we're being brutally honest, dollar um, forty he is to uh, to get the uh, the job done. Always the method of victory is always a bit spicy as well. Ko TKO is what I like to see when two blokes are just brawling. Two dollars fifteen for Nikita to get it done by Ko boys. Okay, well, <clears throat> excuse me. I've been told that Briggsy is a great fighter. <clears throat> Bigsy, Briggsy or Bigsy? <laughs> no, well that he comes known which, as Briggsy. Which one? Bigsy, okay. Biggie Smalls. So this will be the toughest fight Nikita has. Really? Yep. And that's really? come from a very, very learned boxing uh, commentator. Oh, uh, ooh. So he said to ooh, me, "Who would that be? have a little bit on? Uh, have a little bit on Bigsy Fennec? Were you talking to Jeff? No. Nope. Oh God. Someone else. Okay. Not the same hey. one. Fletcher got that red hot Daly M mail a few years ago, was it? Uh, could be. Could be. <laughs> yeah. I'm not naming names. No. But let's Thanks move for on. sharing that, by the way. Jeez, let's move on. Yeah, I know. Did that, well, that didn't harm you, did it? Did you well, personally, did. I wouldn't have mind back in, uh, back in the winner. <laughs> uh, well, Cam says, I don't want the size of my penis from 15 years ago. He's 20 currently. And he said, I do not want to do that. Uh, that's a fair call. <laughs> that is a fair call. Yeah. Hey, yeah. um... Apparently Dylan Biggs, I mean, I was listening to my favourite show this afternoon, Jimmy Smith on SEN on the way in. Apparently Dylan Biggs has gone silent. He's not talking to anybody. He's oh. not doing any media. And um, oh, That's his nickname, The Monk. Is that they, what they call it? They call him The Monk. Briggsy The Monk. Yeah. <laughs> Big and um, Smalls. Yeah, well, there's talk of him losing his match payment. What's it called in boxing? Bout payment? Fee. Bout fee. If he, fight fee. Some mm-hmm. percentage, yeah, if he doesn't start selling this fight. Okay, well. Each to his own. Anyway, Interesting. Show with Jimmy Smith. Make sure you listen. Golf tomorrow. The Australian PGA tees off. Um, always a stellar event. Uh, a, where's it taking place? And B, who's going to win? Yeah, so we're up at uh, Royal Queensland tomorrow. Love and it. I'm astounded, boys, at the price you can get about uh, one Cameron Smith. And off. He obviously he's won it. Well, he won it last year. He's won it two times before that. So defending his title. Going for his fourth uh, Australian PGA. He's five bucks. Um, Minboy Lee is second pick at $7.50 so they're pretty clear of the field Adam Scott thereabouts at 13 bucks. but honestly if Cam Smith turns up probably the only drama if he's been sort of uh, finding himself having a few rendezvous maybe on Caxon Street with his mates which we know he loves to do the last few days probably the only concern but I haven't seen much of the, the social action from him so if he's been on the putting green I think the 5 bucks is a great bet for him to go back to back surely yeah, no, I do like that. How did you go today mm. with your goal? Yeah, I got no good. Joey Leisha won again, the Lebanese builder. He's got me again. Um, I don't know. What's, what's the handicap, on. Fletch? How's it tracking? 20. That's not too bad. Okay. Oh. Is that, so you're around 90 for a round? Yeah, no, well, I do. 92? Well, I got 30, I got 30 points today. Um, 
I don't really get how that works. Well, it's all it's it's Stableford. Um, Shawnee, <laughs> I wanted to ask yes. you, have you heard from our man, Sugar? Any any uh, feedback? No, he's he's been um, he's been very much flying under the radar. I didn't even he kept it very quiet actually. I didn't know he was down there. Is that where he is in Mexico? Is he seeing the yeah. great man, Robbie? He's, he's, he's seeing Robbie. He's down there with uh, his mm. lovely wife. Well, Gibbo's down there. To be well, fair, I'm actually place. filthy. I didn't get tickets to see Robbie up here. I, I saw him probably 10, 15 years ago, and it was unbelievable. But I thought he might have been a bit over, you know, past his best. But the doco sort of fired up. Uh, for me again, but uh, yeah. and it looked cracking out there at Allianz. Didn't he? Um, wasn't he a goer when he was younger? Yeah, yeah. mad for it. Mm. Which I mean, we all go through that stage. Um, has got... he slowed down? Now he has. Yeah, yeah. He's just a hermit now. He said. I mentioned that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. Shawnee. Yeah, big quick hermit. One, quick one. We've got our team based on Travis Head. So we we said mm-hmm. this yesterday. Well, Travis Head is just a bloke you want to have a beer with. So the the theme now, Brooksy, can I do it? It's just a team of. Good blokes and sheilas you can have in your team. Knockabouts? Knockabouts. Yeah. So think Knockabouts. Bob Hawk. Bob Hawk. Think Brian Brown. You know, just blokes, you, there's no airs or graces about them. Travis Head, obviously, mm. is our, our skipper in our nine. Sandra Sully, would she get into this team? Uh, don't know too much about Sandra. Okay. Actually. <laughs> really, uh, yeah, yeah, she reads the news. Yeah. All right. Well, who's your nomination? Hey, Fletcher, I don't want to sort of, you know, um, give you too much of a pat on the back, but is your name sort of being mentioned in this team? Oh, no, is that what this is? It's not We've just oh. worked it out. No, no, no. It's, I can't make it. I'm a rugby Mate, league player. It feels and very suitable. Mate, and if I'm you had ex- a choice, you'd pick Heidi. I'm an ex-rugby league player. Nine out of ten times. You can't. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, I, I want Bob Hawke in my team. Anyway, just give us one nomination, please. Shawnee. Um, well, he's, tra- Trav, he's, he's already in there, is he? Yep. Is he the captain? He's the skipper. Oh, Quick. he put me on the spot. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Bob Hawke definitely has to be there. Well, I tossed up Mitch Marsh. Mm. You'd want to, I'd want Trav and Mitch together. Okay. We're going with Mitch. I'll Mitch? Mitch yeah. I want one for Shawnee. Shawnee's a good judge. Of... Sean Marsh? Sally Fitzgibbon, Graham wants. Yeah, okay. Sally Fitz. Yeah, okay. Good shout. All right, good shout. Go. Go hey, we've got to uh, Text me through, go there. Sean. Shawnee. Come down we'll that do. beer. You're a legend. Uh, yep, make it look easy with sports, but <laughs> You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Yes, you're on the run home with Joel and Fletch uh, this afternoon, live from the Sporting Globe. Uh, we're here all week. Mm. Uh, I'm actually back on Friday with Bozza. Oh, awesome. Which will be great. Come down for that one. If you want a fun night, <laughs> come down with Bozza. Uh, say hello. Fletch will be here. We'll be giving away the Mickey hats. That's today. Today. Yep. So you have the uh, code word, which is... I said it before. Don't need to say it again. King Street, Wharf, Darling Harbour. It's a great place to watch sport, great place to have a beer. Yes, Now, I've got a text come through from UD, and he says, Hey, gents, have you seen the Adam Zampa whacking Michael Clark on Instagram? It's the Mickey. Can we get him on the show, Zampa on the show? I'm not fully across this, but uh, has anyone got... Well, Brooksy's just sent it to me. Um, this is what he's popped on his story. Um... This is if you want to follow Zamstagram, it's very good. He's he's on limoncello.pappy. Um, he's, he's got four hundred twenty-five thousand followers. He uh, almost as many. He's an interesting cat. He is. Let me read this to you. Uh, and it's obviously he's uh, quoting Michael Clark directly, probably on uh, what's that show he does? One of the ones. If big we, Sky Breakfast. Big Sky Breakfast. Big Sports if, Breakfast. Big, oh, big sports. sports Sky Breakfast. Big Sky Sports. Big Sports Sky. Breakfast. Lunch. 
if we are getting shown up like that against South Africa, the spin in the subcontinent teams will be laughable. If we are not careful, the conversation we have been having about the Wallabies the last three weeks, we'll be having about the Australian cricket team in two weeks' time. We should have turned up to India in our prime. What did did Clarkie put that on? Clarkie put that on his Instagram. Uh, I'm not sure of whether somebody has typed that up for Zamps and sent that to him, but that's oh. obviously a direct quote of what Clarkie said on the big and Sky Sports. What lunch. was the re reply from Zamps? As in, what did Zamps say? Well, the reply from Zamps was he basically became the leading wicket taker in the competition. So South Africa, they played second, right? Yes. And they lost, and they. But did, did did Pup want Zampa out? I believe he was calling for his head after the first couple. Oh. Um, because he wasn't playing very well. Nobody was playing very well. I think they no. were calling for everybody's head. And then he just brained it. Um, what did he end up with? 20, 23. 23. 23 wickets. Tied Morelli for most for a spinner in a World In the Cup. history. And made the ICC World 11. which yeah, only pretty impressive. Only two 11s. Uh, two 11s. Two Aussies made it. How did the head make it? Uh, it's, mate. It's a disgrace. Uh, I'm with you. Well, he's our captain of our team. But how team. did Pat Cummins not make it? Oh, yeah. We've got to take a bloody... You know. The Trady Hour, thanks to Amir Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. Uh, and you've got the Wacky Team coming up? Wacky Team. Uh, Sula said, I love Zampa. Cop that, Clarky, you dog. Good on you, Sula. Yes, you are on the run home with Joel and Fletch this afternoon coming to you from the Sporting Globe down at King Street Wharf in Sydney. Wonderful establishment if you want some sport and have a bit of a beer. Um, have some fun with your friends. Come down. Chicken wings, I believe. Brooksy, were we getting any chicken wings? Yeah, I'm going to get a batch soon, boys. Yeah, good, what? man. Spicy. Chicken yeah. wings, a little, little bit of an American influence. Uh, you know, you're getting the, the celery on the side. You're getting the ranch dressing and the blue cheese. Are you a fan of that? I just like the hot stuff. Okay. I like the ranch dressing with yeah. the hot stuff. Yeah. It's like uh, yin and yang. Yin and yang, like the town and country symbol. Mm. Uh, coming up on the show, we've got Ryan Grant from Sydney FC. He'll be a great chat. They've got the big match against the Wanderers this weekend. I'm actually going. We'll awesome. show about that later. Yeah. yeah, shirt off. You know I will, Flares. Boom. Uh, Mark Bosnich, she'll be on the B-Man. Jeez, I hope he comes down. It's walking distance for the B-Man. Yeah, he's just, he's just, well, he's in the fish, he's in the fish markets at the moment. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah, great. just getting some uh, Jewfish. Is he? And some Benindo. G'day, welcome to the second hour of the run home with Joel and Fletch this afternoon. Uh, professors in Joel's seat. Uh, we're having a lot of fun down here at the Sporting Globe, King Street Wharf. Um, people, I think they seem to be enjoying the show, Fletch. They are. I think the numbers have swelled to about yeah, 9,500 yeah. now. I think you'd be right. Very Is it ticketed? Nice. Are they charging people to get in here? Uh, it's all you can drink. Uh, just, you can only have fire engines, though. That's a shame. Which I think is a bit strange, considering they've got a brewery here. Yeah, that's very odd. Well, <laughs> big hello and welcome to... <laughs> you got me with that one. Uh, hello and welcome to our New Zealand listeners. Kiora and good evening. Joining us on SENZ. Text 8833 if you'd like to get involved in the show. Um, Fletch, while we're at the top here, why don't you give our Kiwi fans the Wacky Team Wednesday. Um, there were, surely there's a few Kiwi people that slot into this one. Yes. Um, so the team today is just good people you want to sit down and have a beer with. On the back of Travis Head, obviously... It helped when he got his 130-odd, but he seems like a terrific bloke. He's uh, quite humble. That's what we like. So a team of just good people. We've got, a, like, John Singleton. Yeah. Now, obviously, after he, uh, Bill Jour won uh, that race, I think it was the slipper, and he, he shouted the, the bar. Yeah. But, but he only shouted 
the public bar, not the members. How good's that? Yeah. So, so Singo's at fullback. But Kiwi, someone like a, I'm trying to think, like a Daniel Vittori. Yeah. Uh, Kane Williamson at the moment, maybe? Oh, yeah. What about um, Ross Taylor? Rossi Taylor seemed to be. Oh, we got a text here from Glenna. Glenna, he said, Bears said, what's happened to Kirsten Beave? I loved it. Well, they're on leave. So we'll be getting back to them in a couple of weeks. Probably not next week, but the week after. Do they go on holidays together? N- no. No, they don't. Because you and Joel go on holidays together, don't you? Well, we not together, no. but we have the same time off. Yeah, right. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. No, I don't know. Beave and Kirst might take the... Their partners and family. You never know. Lots of spots to go in New Zealand. Yes, he's just doing his TV show in Queensland at the moment. Oh, with, with, Izzy. with Izzy. They're recording a TV show around Queensland. He's a, he's good. With Izzy, Izzy Dag. Dag. Oh, he yeah. might be in your list. Izzy Dag. Izzy Dag might be in there. So yeah. Kiwis, text through. Who is a a Kiwi that you wanted to sit down and have a beer with? Dan just... Carter. We had one with him, and he was outstanding. Was he? Yeah. When the cameras stopped rolling, goodness me. Oh, okay. But when you they're need rolling, to have a beer with him genuinely. Oh uh, when they're God. rolling, yeah, he's pretty good. But what's his? What's his? Uh, everything. Bit, bit loose. If you missed the first hour, oh. subscribe and listen to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Absolute champion, by the way. Podcast at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or download the SEN app. We are now peeling back the curtain on YouTube. That's right, folks. Search "Run Home with Joel and Fletch" and watch all your favourite moments from the show on YouTube. Um, and just a reminder: tomorrow, Bossy and Brandy in the morning, they will be giving a prize away. You and three mates to play in the Brydon's Lawyers Charity Golf Day this Ooh. Friday. If you like your golf, if you like your lawyers, this is the place for you. Yeah. Listen to Vossi and Brandy tomorrow for your chance to win. I think you also get one of Lee's hats. Those is that felt, true? Those felt hats he wears. Don't, don't quote me on it, but I think you're getting a felt hat from Lee. Well, do, do you need a code word to get the felt hat, or do you just get it flat Yeah, out? it's sue me. Sue me. Sue me. They've got to go oh. up to Lee and say, Lee, sue me. <laughs> And he'll give you a felt yeah. hat. And you get the felt hat. That's fantastic. But it's one size fits all. So you can't be... Are they an expandy thing? Is no, it like the, a shower cap? No, the felt hats, the, the real trendy oh, I ones. I know, but... The, so, okay. Uh, coming up on the show, Ryan Grant from Sydney FC. Going to be a great chat with him. Um, Western Sydney Wanderers taking on Sydney FC uh, this weekend in the big derby. Brooksy, you're going to that match as well. I'm going with you. I am. <laughs> I can't wait. The derbies are the best. Yeah, they are. Atmos. Um, plenty. Have they still got the flares? Is the flares a big go still, or are they being outlawed? Uh, I don't think we've seen a flare since the uh, Melbourne derby, but the Sydney derbies oh, are a bit cleaner. Poorly. It's a bit more the TIFO. <laughs> you know those big uh, bits of artwork yeah. that you see? The Wanderers and Sydney FC fans. Because I'm thinking this. So you know it. how like, in jail, uh, what they do is they get their contraband in through tennis balls. So I know that they'll sit outside Long Bay and they'll hit a tennis ball into the courtyard over well, the tennis ball and get involved. What about this? So, at, yeah. You know that the new New South Wales Cricket Academy is next to Silverwood. So the field is like bordering on the fence. So Sock was saying new way to get contraband in is you put it inside the cricket ball, you bribe one of the bowlers, bowl a stinker, knocked over the fence. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's, it's an old go. It's the tennis ball. Because you're not going to let it hurt. No, what if it's a bloke there just... What if there's a bloke in, in the uh, oh, courtyard? Oh, you take that chance. If you're getting yeah. razor blades in there or something, what are you getting, ciggies? What are you getting into the... Persians. Or mobile phones. In a cricket ball? No, in a... In a small a, Nokia. In a, what are, How are you getting a, a mobile phone in a tennis ball? I'm not saying that, but they can just put it all together. Contraband goes through. Uh, Mark Bosnich will be joining us from Stan Sport. Um, Champions League, is that on at the moment, or is it World Cup qualifiers? Talk to me, Mark. Champions League next week, but we had soccerers last night... 
and he'll join us uh, in a little bit to tell us all about that. Oh, uh, so just talking about this, sorry, James, mm, but um, yep. slamming Sammy here, he's a Kiwi, he wants Andrew Webster. He wants him in the They in love the team. him over there. Why wouldn't he? Mate, can you believe the Tigers let that bloke go? When they've been battling for a coach for as long as they have, and he's right there the whole time. Two stints as interim, remember? Yep. And, and he, he won. Winning. He, yeah, he won a couple. No, let's let him go. Well, let's not talk about no. that. Um, all right, hey, it's time now for a bit of NRL news. Here we go. It's an NRL news update. Subscribe to SEN League on YouTube and the SEN podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, you are the officially the expert here, Fletch. So I'm going to yeah. roll a bit of news past you and you can react. Um, Bradman Best is set to re-sign with the Knights. This is David Riccio reporting. Do you, yeah. Is he solid? Or solid. Is he, he gets it solid. right? Solid. He, he never gets it wrong. Uh, Bradman Best is set to reject the Tigers and sign a $2 million-plus extension with the Knights. Best said his preference to remain in the Steel City, keep to, uh, keen to finalise a deal before the start of 2024 season. Uh, it's understood the Knights have discussed a three-year upgrade worth an estimated 700 k per season. West Tigers have cashed to splash, and Benji Marshall is prepared to pay Best and make him one of the highest-paid centres in the NRL with an offer of 800 k Brian. Yep. Who were the Tigers when you were playing? Centres. No, is it the equivalent. Who were the wooden spooners when you were at Roosters? Uh, Cowboys, early Cowboys. doors. So if they came nineties. to you, so Brian, we're going to give you an extra 100 grand a season. Oh, I did. I went to sales. They <laughs> <laughs> did have that. Didn't end, that didn't end well. No. I can't walk it down. I can't walk in the leagues club. No, they don't let you? No. I'm, I'm one to be admitted. How are you and Rusty these days? Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Me and Rusty's fine. Uh, this... Yeah, it'd be very hard to prize him away. But, look, West Tigers want to give him $800,000 for a centre. Joel and I were talking about this during the week. Connor Tracy is available. He's not going to cost you 800000 You might be able to get... I think he's... A, I want him in, at the Tigers. Sugar's convinced me he doesn't want Olam. Like, he's convinced me now, yeah. What's he saying? Olam's done. Olam's he? pretty much done. That's what we're hearing. Because that uh, young Riley kid... He's been let go. Tristan Riley. Tristan Riley, he's been let go. So he finished up playing uh, NRL. He was in first grade last year but towards the back end of the year. So it looks like Justin Olam's going. Sugar has a saying. He doesn't want to fix a rapper. He wants someone with a, with potential who can stay there for I, they need to start. Minutes. They need to trawl their nursery better. It's a huge... I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's a huge nursery. Well, they're, they're out, out there, Yeah, right? it is. Campbelltown. I'm sure there's a 19, 20-year-old kid you can slide 200k a year. And... Well, that, that's why it's so important to have a good recruitment officer. Like, they're worth their weight in gold. Why doesn't Shook do that? Well, I, I tossed that up. Did you say that? I did. And a few text, uh, p- people in the text said, get the Sugarelli in there to be a... Uh, but he's too busy. Recruitment he, officer. He's too busy doing box sets on the touch field and jamming kingfish <laughs> as we speak. Into his, into his face with a little the, bit of coriander sauce. He's good because he's uh, he's a bit money ball, isn't he? Loves, like, yeah. Yeah, like a, a bit beautiful mind. Like, he'd find all the statistics, all the angles. This 17-year-old kid playing for, I don't know. He doesn't Mary's want people or... coming there who's... And his biggest thing is, why did Melbourne Storm get rid of him? What What's... Is he on the nose down there? Yeah, it's bellyache. It's the guru. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's a bit, uh, bit of an odd ending to his career. I mean, go back to the start of last season, he was absolutely flying. Yeah. And then, well, how many, was it six weeks out from the end of the season? He, He's in second grade. Yeah. And they t- sort of, injuries 
they had to bring him back into first grade. But Connor Tracy, Sharks have come out and said, we're willing to let him go. He's your player. But then I guess that's the same thing. Why are the Sharks willing to let him go? Or does it, are the because Sharks a different kettle of fish to the Storms? Well, no. no. I, I, but I, Connor Tracy proved that he is a first grader. He was playing left centre while they had all those injuries. Bring him to the Tigers. You probably get him for 300. You got, you're going to give best 800. Where's your 500? Now you can start. They've got those young guys too, the Sharkies. Like there's players yeah. that they want to probably promote. And that's why they're dangling Connor. And it sounded like on Riccio's chat this morning with Vossi and Brandy, or the missile was in for Brandy, but they were talking that the Sharkies just want, don't want a like-for-like like, like an NRL player. They probably want someone that's a couple of years away from NRL because they've got these young guys. Gotcha. Iro and uh, Dykes coming is, off the is, ACL. Is Fitzy good at shaping a player? Yes. Well, Fitzy's got respect. Yeah. So, like, look what he's done down there at the Shire. If you're a young bloke and you want to... Not only Fitzy tactically and obviously defence away from footy, like he looked after himself really well. So he's, he's got all that sort of string to his bow. And there's so Daniel Atkinson and Sam Stone Street, who Chris Orr mentioned yesterday yeah. as someone who's on the rise. Yeah, they've got a good bunch of young kids coming yeah. through. Yeah. Let me read the Bradman Best quote to you, and I want you to picture him saying it because he's sort of got that G.I. Joe head, you know? Yeah, he's got a thick neck. Yeah, thick, I love his neck. Imagine the thick neck. And then he's, I love thick he's necks. He's handsome, don't get me wrong. But he's, he barely went to Bali and got that beautiful tattoo. And look what happened when he came back. Oh, no. Origin, mate. boom. Yeah, I know. People are like, why is he going to Bali mid-season? So he can kill it in Origin. Bradman Best quotes, I want to stay here. The Tigers have shown some interest. They are keen, but I have to weigh everything up. If it all works out as we plan, I'll be staying at the Knights. We'll see what happens. But I'm really settled here. I love the club and I love the culture. We have built the boys here also connected and we are a close bunch. So to walk away from that would be really hard. The lifestyle here in Newcastle is second to none. They always talk about the tight-knit group up there, don't they? Yeah. Well, because it's a one-team town. So you're going out to Mer- Merriweather Beach. Kalen's now single. Is he? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> watch out. Yeah. Goodness me. He's, is this uh, on a run-home exclusive, was Yeah, it? that was a run-home exclusive. Is he on any of the apps? He would, he would have to be. It's all about the DMs when you're a young fella he, now. He should be on Raya. Proper celebrity like that. What's Raya? Raya is uh, Tinder for celebrities. And what happens is uh, you get nominated by another celebrity that, that says, well, Kalen should be on there for the following reasons. Handsome dude. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good at rugby league. Uh, and then the Raya group go in and go, yeah, but we'll put him on. And then he's in this group. And you go on to Raya and it's... So are you matched with other said celebrities? Yeah. Absolutely. So like uh, if Amy Shark was single, I yep, don't know she's who... She's on there. She'd be on there. She'd be on there. Uh, okay. Name someone else. Uh, what about? Uh, yep. What about Jo Beth Taylor? She'd be on there if she was single. She'd, she'd be Wilbur Wilde. Well, she'd want to be. Red Simons. He's on there. Is this a, an, um, a worldwide app? It is. And what it does. So I know it because uh, a mate of mine is on it, and he's on it because he was working with a famous DJ. I can't think of his name now. A British guy, and the British guy nominated him to go on Raya. And then they went back and they searched it, and he ended up, he doesn't know how he jagged it, but he jagged it. He hasn't had a single date, this bloke, because he's not really. Well, up how to many. Stand can it. I get on Raya now? And you look, could get on Raya. No. If you break up with your missus tonight. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> hang on. But <laughs> hang on, can I look to see other. No. Who's on there? No. You can't. You can't go on. It's, it's, it's Would Jackie like O be on there with a new team? Is she on? single? Yeah. Imagine that if you could see, like, how many celebrities would be breaking up with their partners okay. because they can yeah, see on right. Radio. Okay, this is perfect. If there's any hackers out there, 
if there's any hackers, I want you to hack in. Because remember they hacked into Madison... Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison. Yeah. Ashley Madison. That's right. And they put all their people, all their um, names I out. This, so, this has been looking at Ashley Madison. If you're on Raya or you know someone that's on Raya, give us a call, 1300-01-1170, or text us on 0457-736-736. It's, like, it's just like an excu- exclusive club. Okay. Like a nightclub that you, you can't get into unless somebody says, yeah, I know that bloke. Let him in. But once you're in, is it the same sort of thing? You swipe right and yep. match? Yep. And, and the, the, the other person has to... Yeah, well, he, so I was looking at it the other night uh, when we were sitting and watching the cricket. Um, so I don't know what happened between overs 11 and 40 because I was <laughs> having a good look. And it come. It, you can see a map. And then on the map, it, there's little faces and you can go and you can oh. click. Okay, so Saul is all over this. Yeah. Drewy Mitchell, is he on it? No. No, but... He should be. Qualifies. He does qualify. What are the qualifications? What do you need? Uh, Well, you need to have social following, social presence. You need to have status, I guess, uh, as some sort of... A bit of cash, bit Bit of coin. Bit of folding. Doesn't matter what car you drive. If I I drive... Drew Mitchell drives a very nice car. Okay, if I drive a Tarago, am I getting on Raya? Uh, No. Good. But if I had a Palisade, definitely. Absolutely. What car are you driving at the moment, Fletch? Uh, I've got a little venue from Hyundai. I Absolutely. think you're on with that. Hyundai, definitely. Brooksy, what are you driving? Mazda CX-5. You're you are on, mate. Leather seats. Horny oh, look, Hulky. Yeah, yeah, talk Hulky to us. from Oberon. Hulky's on Raya, and Susan Boyle is on there. There you go. And he wants to zero in on her. Um, now, this is here. <laughs> Can I do this? Yesterday, Statsy from Freshwater. I had a rumour that I said Steve Menzies oh, has, has left the nest, left Manly, and he'll be wearing Parramatta colours next week on a three-day camp. Well, Statsy from Freshwater came in, and he's bruising. So he said, I spoke to Brett Stewart last night, a.k.a. Snake, and other manly dignitaries about Beaver at the Eels. And they reckon you're off your head, Fletch. Snake reckons you're drumming up interest for your skit on Matty uh, John's show. You're still doing those? Any truth in that? Well, Snake, I'm not off my head. Not yet, anyway. I will be on Friday. But listen. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Beaver, back when he was in his prime, got approached by Parramatta. 850000 That's right. Which, back then, 10 mil. Okay, we've got Josh uh, Beaver Menzies' rumour. Josh, oh, you are? Go. Are you there? Josh, you uh, are? He's just dropped off. Oh, he's dropped off. Because you know why? He just knew. Maybe Beaver just silenced him. You know what Beaver's like. Silence. Get back now. Okay, get him back. Hello? Yeah. Hello. Josh, how are you, buddy? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? All right. You want to add to the uh, any fuel to this fire of the rumor? Yeah, I do, mate. I, I is it so? The rumor is that the Beaver is in Port Macquarie in Parramatta gear. Is that correct? That's correct, <laughs> sir. Is it the New South Wales State Cup touch footy? Is he playing for Parramatta in the over fifty-five? Well, he could be over fifty-five. He could be, how Josh. Old is Beaver? He could be. He's turning 49 in December. Mate, I'll tell you, though, Beaver's Josh, penis. I said it yesterday, and I, I, I chose my words very carefully. I said, Stephen Menzies has left Manly. Tick. I said he'll be wearing Parramatta colours. Tick. He'll be up at Port Macquarie in a three-day camp. Tick. Did I lie there, there Josh? Did I lie anywhere? Oh, no, no lies whatsoever. Thank you very much, he, Josh. He doesn't age. You know, before you were talking, I reckon Beaver's penis would look 39. <laughs> oh. Because he doesn't age. Am I right? I've seen his penis. And is it, is it age? I'm thinking more about a nine-year-old. Um, Josh. What's the, what are you You're getting a hat. a hat. Josh, you're getting a hat, brother. Is it a velvet it's, it's, one or is it one of yours? 
Is you're getting Rooksy your hat. Are going to send it out this time? Or? Oh, no. <laughs> I'll do it. I've, I've got a, I'm two from two. So, Josh, where do you live? Uh, Geelong, mate. Oh, hang on. That might be interstate. That might be an extra 12 bucks. <laughs> I'll send it. I might have to send it down. Maybe. What else goes down to Melbourne down there from Sydney? This bloke mm. here, there's a guy here that... Oh, yeah. There's a guy at the bar that's from Melbourne. Okay, I might hand it to him. Josh, <laughs> are you a rugby league supporter? Absolutely, mate. Through and through. So how did... Are you from Geelong? No, mate. From the Northern Rivers, New South Wales. Oh, okay. And how did you end up in Geelong? Mate, it's way too hot in the Northern Rivers of New South Wales. I'd sweat in Antarctica. So it's nice and cool down here. Find the temperature okay. a little bit better. And what do you do for a quid? Mate, I'm a business manager. Ah, oh, what sort of business? Mate, in the sleep game. Oh, okay. Sleep game. Mattresses, yeah. pillows, Mattress sleep apnea. mate. Pillows, oh. sheets, mate. Okay. Well, Look after plug. all that. Josh, give it a plug. Sleep court, mate. Protect a bed. Protect a bed. Protect a bed. A, Does get, it protect every mic. sort of stain? Mate, Ooh. every stain you can think of. Okay, Perfect. Chicken wings yeah. have arrived, Fletch. We uh, might take a break yeah, here. We might take a break. Josh, I will, uh, Brooksy will give you uh, your address, and you'll probably get it by Easter. So, well done. You're on the run Thank home you, with uh, Joel and Fletch. Yes, you are on the run home with Joel and Fletch for your Wednesday afternoon. We're down at the Sporting Globe, and ladies and gentlemen, the chicken wings have shown up. And we have smashed. How many is that, Fletch? That's, that the four of us have just sma- smashed in, an, in one ad break. 60. That's 74. And Brooksy, one sets Korean and one sets... Yeah, Korean fire and the traditional buffalo. One of them's got a bit of kick. Is just, it? On, just on this, why does your nose run yeah. when, you, when you have chilli? What's that about? Because it goes down your mouth. Is it just the fumes that go up to your widens. Do you reckon it widens the sinuses? I don't know. Is that the hottest they come? No. That's a medium? That's one... One chili. A bit of kick you don't it. really do hot stuff, oh, do you? Oh, I'm not great with it, but that's, that's particularly. No. You're more well, of an ice skater. Let's go. What have we got uh, going yeah. on here? Uh, well, we're still in our NRL news. Uh, we only got halfway through it just then. We got sidetracked, mate. There's some uh, big news, obviously, um, around Jerome Luai. Yeah. And where he'll end up. Uh, David Riccio, your man um, who said, always, on on the beat, knows what he's talking about. Oh, sorry, excuse me. It is a bit spicy. It's pretty oh, a struggle. Um, on Vossi and the Missile, uh, this morning he had this to say <laughs> on Luai. I'm a West Tigers fan. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be saying you're about to get a, you know a great present under the, a huge present under the Christmas tree in the, in the shape of Jerome Luai just yet. However, I think there's an increasing increasing chance. I really do. I think Benji Marshall, uh, in his his ability to uh, woo uh, and and basically sell the dream. To Jerome Luai um, at a recent house visit at Benji Marshall, where Jerome came over to Benji's place. Uh, I, I think it's starting to gain traction. And I, the likes of Appy Coruscant, let's not forget Appy mm. Coruscant's um, relationship with the West Tigers and with Jerome Luai. Charlie Stane, the former Panther, uh, has just re signed. I think we're going to, I think this will pick up and gain traction, guys, over the next 48, 72 hours. I really do. I think we're going to get an indication. The West Tigers board, uh, they have a board meeting um, this week, and it'll, it'll give us a really good indication on how much they're willing to go all in for Jerome Luai. And, and I, as I said, I think there's an increasing, an increasing confidence at the West Tigers. Yeah, I think that was David Riccio just outside of <laughs> festival he was at. Uh, <laughs> he, he loves the Tigers. Oh, My does he? Me. What? Him oh. and Bozzo locked in a room? 
Was he on triple speed there? No, it was, was he double? No. one and a half. It was one point three. Far out. Yeah, that, David was very excited. That rattled me. It does. The radio. So what was the? I didn't actually listen. I just couldn't believe the. What was he saying? Did you hear? It? He was saying that he said look, something about a Christmas tree, and yep. he said don't count your chickens before they come home to roost. So he's saying it looks like the, the money is there. The money was there for Bradman Best, and he looks like he said, ta-da. Talk to me about Luai, though. Jerome Luai. Would you... And I don't... Are people listening to us right now? Yeah. Do you think he's worth the money, Jerome? Um, do I think he's worth... I think he's worth as much as anyone would pay. Tigers need a, a star. They need someone with experience. He's won three grand finals. He got Samoa to... a to a World Cup. He's played Origin. At the moment, he's the best half out there on the market. And the Tigers need a win. We seem to be talking about the Tigers. I'm not Tiger bashing. No, no, no. But, but everybody, we all want to see them get off the bottom. Absolutely. Look, yeah. Benji, obviously, is going to be a huge influence on Jerome. Jerome has come out publicly and said that, you know, he... Um, he want well not publicly, but he said he wants to be a, a leader of this of a team. He's not going to be a leader while Nathan Cleary's still playing. Uh, you know, Nathan is Penrith. Nathan obviously is the main man there. So if Jerome wants to go, somewhere, he's going to have to go. But is the Tigers is that where he should be going? I, I don't know. And who would be his partner there? Seven. They have got Aiden Caesar. Aiden Caesar. So Aiden Caesar's come back from from England. He'd be the seven. Jaden Sullivan, a bit of depth. Jaden Sullivan. Well, that's the other thing. But uh, if they get all three, Jaden Sullivan signed, he, he might be able to sneak into the well as a lock forward. Or I'd be telling Benji to bring his boots every weekend, just yeah. in case. I mean, if you if you get Jerome Luai, they paid eight hundred, or they've offered him. Penrith have offered him eight hundred. That's get Jerome Luai. That's a well. That's the that's the going rate. And he was very good for him. Oh, absolutely. But for him, right, that team and that... When you talk about, like... I know Newcastle always talk about the brotherhood of them all being together. Like, that team... Can you imagine him separating himself from Cleary and... Well, maybe he wants to. Maybe he just thinks, you know... Uh-oh. I've been here. I've won, th- I've won three it. comps. Yeah. Is it something to do with, you no know, Crighton being there? Because you know, him and Stephen Crichton were oh, that's a good, were good mates. Yeah. Interesting. Um, he would... I mean, he's not going to go to the Bulldogs. I don't think they can afford him, but... Stranger things have happened. Who would have thought Cooper Cronk would end up with the Roosters? Exactly. I know. And become and a uh, life, and become a life member after two years. And I was there for ten years, local junior. <laughs> got sacked by the club. But look, I'm not dirty. I'm not dirty at all. And you won them. One premiership. One premiership. Let's not forget it. Uh, Phil nice Gould. Uh, when while while we're on Roosters greats. Uh, former was he was he your coach there or was he the head of performance or something? What was coach, he when you were there? Both. Coach. That's right. So he um he well bit of a scoop. He spoke with Jimmy Smith today. Yep. Um and it was I mean he spoke about a lot of things, but in particular he spoke about the importance of the halves in the NRL. Let's oh, yeah. take a listen. Halves Academy I think is really important. I've been writing about this for twenty five years. It's important for the game. Yeah. Our game doesn't survive without quality playmakers and there seems to be a shortage of those right at the top. If you look at the NRL at the moment, the vast majority, if you take out Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai at Penrith, the vast majority of them are over 32 years of age and won't be with us in another two or three years. Uh, it's going to leave a real hole in the game. So um, the more young players that we can get into a, 
uh, into the extra special development. And the more we can persevere with a lot of fellas that have probably been written off too early, I think that's that's a big thing. I think we write players off too early, particularly in those positions. It takes a long time to learn their trade and to get good at what they do. And, um, and we have such a need for them and such a lack of them that uh, you know, more needs to be done outside the normal curriculum to, to develop them. We're back. Uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, interesting, Gus. Obviously, he's um, he set up that academy, the halfback academy out at Penrith. He's been very bullish on that. It's, it's getting towards... I don't think we're there yet. Tourist, you might want to jump in here. It's getting nearly to where the quarterback status is. You know, you get a gun quarterback or you get a gun seven, and then you get players built around him to complement that seven. And I can understand why what um, Gus is saying, but it, it, it does take time. You know, it's all well documented. Oh, you, halves don't hit their best until they're 27, 28. You know, they've got to... Well, with Thurston and stuff, don't they talk like he was 32, 33 by the time he yeah. sort of hit his prime? Yeah. For you with Gus, yes. now, I know he held you back. You were ready to go at 18, 19. What year did he start you? No, I... So I was... Yeah, I, I had a few incidents off-field where oh, I probably what? wasn't right mentally. So, Gus, uh, I, I was graded in 95 and didn't play till 97. So I just wandered around reserve grade. And then one day, Gus just said, righto, you're in. No no rhyme or reason. He just, he just said, felt it. Well, I don't think he felt it. I think he just won more shot. He goes, look, you're not, we don't want you in reserve grade. Uh, can you play first grade? Who knows? And he gave me a shot. So he's... He knows what he's doing. You know how he is kind of the spiritual guru of rugby league? And we often go to him. We turn to him for, you know, insight. Who is the next Gus coming through? Because Gus can't Robo? do it forever. Ooh, that's good. They're similar sort of people in the sense it's super smart. Mm. Rugby league players, we're not, we're not the brightest what? going around. So You do okay. Yeah. So do you think Robbo could one day work his way into broadcasting? Is Definitely. He- would he want to? He would be great. He could write. He could write a column. Oh, that's a good shout. He could write a column. A yeah, see, university. Gus was almost a lawyer. Gus did like three years of law. He's got it. Okay, maybe it's Robbo. Can you talk to Robbo and find out if Why? he's... Why? Well, he's earning a million dollars coaching the Chooks. No, but because I mean, Gus can't do it forever. What happens in 25 years when Gus is gone? Do well, it, well Robbo it... jumps in. Perfect. Who else is someone that's cluey as Cooper Cronkwood? I know. I oh, yeah, Cronky. Having a bit of a... You know, Cooper, I wasn't having a go at him. Nah, it was a bit of a go. Yeah, it was. Nah, it was more of the establishment. You know, right, now, I sound, now I sound like Sid Vicious. <laughs> uh, Another break, mate. Let's take another break. And a key. <laughs> yes, you're on the run home with John Fletcher this afternoon. Professor's in the chair. We're down at the Sporting Globe down at King Street Wharf in Sydney. We're having a wonderful time. Only four or five wings left. Three, in fact. And some Is it three? Rank celery. Gee, celery is a rank vegetable. Is it cheap? Uh, I don't know, but in, in shows, like when people, like if, if you're watching Home and Away and they go shopping, there's always celery sticking out the top of the cardboard bag. You, you so, know, you buy it and the percentage of the actual celery you use. Exactly. I don't low. mind dipping it in um, peanut, peanut butter. butter. Yeah. That was an old go. Uh, look, it's Wacky Team Wednesday and the theme today is just good people. Just good people you want to sit around and have a beer with. Uh, you can nominate your friends. You can nominate your cousin. It might be cousin Derek out there, or cousin Simon, Derek. or cousin uh, Beryl. If you want to nominate them, but Brooksy, you've got some crackers coming through. All right, Tommy Walsh, a shot putter. Seems like an all-round good bloke. 
Is that the guy that lost by the size of a beer can? So at the last Olympics, he tells a story about he missed out on a medal by it's the size of a beer can. So he, he's... That's Magnuson levels, isn't it? Yeah, he's really good. That's Mal Meninga levels. Speaking of, Matt Dunning is a great bloke and absolutely should be oh, in the team. 319. Matt Dunning, absolutely. Well, he's lost so much weight, Dunning, so... Where are you putting him? I reckon he could be like a bustling centre. I might move Sandra Sully into the back row with Bob Hawke, just packing down together. <laughs> All right. Okay, Rob Gronkowski, Chris Gale and Dwayne Bravo. Oh, I don't, think we, no, boss. I don't think we can have Chrissy Gale after what he said to Mel. Yeah. They also, they're very, they're self-promoters. Can you have self-promoters? No. I don't want to sit down but and have a beer with Chris Gale. Is the Gronk a self-promoter? Who am I looking at here? Yeah. NFL fans? I think he is, yeah. Uh, listen, as it's Travis Head, that's the level yeah, you I want to get to. Because you heard Travis Head's post-match interview, right? Very good. But you sort of felt like he didn't even care. Like, not that he cared. Like, he was like, yeah, I scored a few runs. We won. But he plays like that. He does. And then I've been following him on Instagram. There's shirts. I got a direct message, actually. From? No, you didn't. No, from not, from, not from Hetty, no. Uh, from a gentleman. They're selling T-shirts, which has just got uh, full head. Oh, full in a, head of steam. Yeah, sit, sitting in a beer. Who, who else we got? Uh, we got controversial one here from Andy B. Nelson Mandela, but not Winnie. Oh, why is Winnie no, no good? He's got that in brackets. Not Winnie. Okay, Winnie's not making the team. I'm trying to get some females in here. We've got Penny Wong. We've got Sandra Sully. Is there any... Uh... Margot Robbie seems like a Oh, yeah. She's too pretty, though. To... Can't have a pretty one. Well, you can, but you can't pack her head down. Oh, pop her on the fullbacks. They're what about pretty... if I tape her ears? Yeah. She's going to wear, like, Ciro style. Wouldn't that be great? If she just... I could see Margot being a bit of a halfback. Alan Langer sort of... Well, I've... the halves... Get this, for... get this guy so far penciled in. Captain... Steve Irwin, oh, that's good. Vice Captain David Boone. So he's more like an Olsen, Olsen Filipino like sort of role. Boone, like just Boone, drifting across field. He wouldn't say much though, would he? He'd you be couldn't a hear him. You couldn't hear him. I'll quick fire a few others here: Grant Hackett, Damien Oliver, Merv Hughes, Dan Carter. You want Grant Hackett in? I just quick fire. Here. Obviously, this person wasn't in business class when Grant Hackett was coming back from the Gold Coast. And he was get he was reached around and Reach he grabbed around. the guy on the nipple nipple cripple, and then ended up in a wheelchair because he was that Albert Fulvio. So maybe you want him in the centres for that. Oh, Extended oh son of your Williams. Oh, Johnny Carr. The reach around, um, far out. Yeah, yeah. And obviously he wasn't in the foyer of the Crown Casino either, looking for his son. Yeah, he didn't know where his son was. Yeah. Then he just flipped the baby grand up, yeah. looking for him. Where is well, he? Well, wait, maybe we're looking at it the wrong way. Maybe he would be great. Uh, it might be hard work. Him and the missile will be hard work. Sometimes, as Shug says, sometimes some of the best gifts come, come badly, badly wrapped. wrapped. Can you, All right, I'm going to throw it out to the listeners. Are we having uh, Grant Hackett in the side? Is, is there, there a swimmer you can slide in, though? Daniel Kowalski. Was he? Oh, uh, really? One of what, the what great. Jeffrey Hugel? Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey Hugel. Jeffrey Hugel on the bugle. Um, <laughs> we could have him. Yeah. Yeah. Liesl Jones, she's an absolute champion. Oh, Missile don't like her. Really? Oh, sorry, Actually, she, doesn't like, she doesn't like the Missile. I'm not yeah. surprised. Yeah. Absolute champion, Liesl Jones. <laughs> you want Liesl? She is. Well, no. We, I mean, I'll leave that up to you. It's your wacky team Wednesday. All right. Well, Coff's Tiger, he wants to have Chopper Reed in here. He's not a good listener. <laughs> but with no ears, you wouldn't have to tape his head up. He's not getting uh, cauliflower ears. No. 
Uh, yeah, text in. What's your Wacky Team Wednesday nomination? Zero four five seven seven three six. Have you got one? Good one. Gunder guy. No, he wants Tonya Kruger. Are oh, you talking about the one above? Yeah, Jamie Carr. Jamie Carr. Okay. All right, send him in. The wing. We'll take another break. You're on the run home with Joel and Fletch. Yes, you are on the run home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks to Hyundai Kona N-Line. Imagine to be bold. We're down at the Sporting Globe. We're having a wonderful afternoon down here at King Street Wharf. Gosh, a wonderful evening. What, what temperature do you think it is? I reckon it's uh, it's beautiful. I reckon it's sitting yeah. at about 24, 25. Calm down. A lot of people down here. Yeah. It's, I'm starting to see a lot of tourists back in Sydney and uh, in Australia as well. Um, a lot of Americans. Well, you know, they're getting a the good value. The, uh, the exchange dollar. rate is mm. just... My uh, my neighbour two doors up is an A380 pilot. Oh, yeah. He said he's never seen so many, in particular from Europe, flooding in. Yeah. People that got bumped back in 2021, all of a sudden Aussie dollar stinks, the euro's up. Anywho, uh, we are on YouTube. Search for Joel and Fletch and subscribe. It's now time for this... It's a Schnitz Schnugget Sports Schnupdate. Got that winning taste right now? Schnitz. Handcrafted schnitzels, made fresh, made just for you. Yes, indeed he do. Members from the World Cup winning squad have returned home from India this morning. Travis Head, Glenn Maxwell, Steve Smith, the Zamstagram, Josh Inglis and Marcus Stoinis. Will, uh, they'll stay in India for the five-game T20 series that starts on Friday morning. Uh, pretty, pretty tight turnaround. Five days since winning the World Cup. They are now playing India in a five-day T five days of T20 matches. Right. Is, is all the guns playing? Is Virat no, playing? No. There's only two Indians from the ODI World Cup squad. And if I said their names to you, you wouldn't know. Why are we doing it then? Are we just doing Cash, it? cash, cash, cheddar. Oh, and okay. they don't come up. The players don't want to play. It's the BCCI no. and the... But why would they... Okay. No, I, sp- I suppose while they're over there, I can see why they're doing so for the, for the fans and stuff yeah. to get around. In 2019, when England won the World Cup, Australia then played England because they were there. In uh, It was either T20s or ODIs after. They flogged England because England was still blind. Yeah. So they came out and, like, it was ridiculous. But the crowd showed up. I'm going to ask you this, Professor, because yeah. you froth on it. Yeah. Um, Frothies. On cricket, do you think they deserve a ticket tape parade? The Australian, yes, I think so. It's our national sport. It's a World Cup. But they, they are it's saying, a World Cup. Let's get and I know the players might not want to do it. Do we just have one? And which state do you think we should do it in? Because I'm thinking just down here, Sydney, on a boat. Yeah, they can just go around the harbour, and we can just perfect. So Vaughny on our show the other day said, well, "You love Vaughny. I Stop do. dropping names. Oh, hey, can you put him in your... That's a bloke you want to have a beer Vaughny. With. Yeah. A grade. Really? No pommies. Making my turn. No, no. Fair call. <laughs> Ta-da. Vaughny. And he had, he had to go... Have any other pommies He had him? to go on my man, Mark War. Yeah, fair enough. Bloody what? Junior. You're right. I love Junior. Junior's a good one to put in. Hey, uh, he was saying that in terms of World Cup wins on a global scale, because they did it in India in front of 130,000 Indian fans, how difficult it was. The pitch was made for the Indian Correct. team. It was... They went out there with there was like maybe four Australian fans. They they, they were there the whole time. They would overnight. They would have been in the hotel. There would have been Indian fans out the front playing drums. That whole thing. That in terms of the level of the fact that they won that, it goes down as one of the greatest, not just for cricket but mm-hmm. all sports. And the other thing, that Indian team, some are saying arguably the best one day mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. ever. Assembled. Assembled. Uh, sticky wicket though. That's what happens. Bloody sticky. Have we got time for this, Mitch Marsh? Uh, 
Grab, we do. All right, so uh, Mitch Marsh had to say, had this to say on the celebrations. They're still going in India, so I'm looking forward to seeing what pans out over the next few days. But, um, yeah, Hetty was definitely uh, in the votes. Does he know he's been the front up in a T20 in about 36 hours' time? It looks like he's still Yeah, I'm not sure he'll be playing that game. Um, I'm no selector or coach, but uh, if he plays that game, it'd be a miracle. Oh, Hetty C. Just reinforces why he's my skipper. Have you got Marshy my number in nine? Uh, I haven't got him in there yet. I've got a powerful back row. This is as penciled in Paul Hogan, Leland Chin, and Brian Brown as, as your back row. Ooh, yes. oh, Leland Chin just smoking dart after dart. Wonderful. Got to take another break here. You are on the run home with John and Fletch. Thanks to Hyundai, the Hyundai Kona end line. Imagine to be bold. Yes, welcome back to the run home. Thanks to Hyundai, the Hyundai Kona end line. Imagined to be bold. Um, Hey, Vossi and Brandy, there's this prize they're giving away tomorrow morning. Yep, which, felt hat. Um, Lee's going to give you yep. a felt hat. You and three mates to play in the Bryden's Lawyers Charity Golf Day this Friday. Uh, make sure you listen to Vossi and Brandy tomorrow to win. Beautiful. Now, shout out to our double eight, double eight, double three listeners over there in New Zealand. Jared, you've just sent through a cracking Dan Carter story. I would love to be able to read this, but you could have made some money from this, Jared. But keep them coming, <laughs> Kiwis. We love your sense of humour. We love listening to you. So text us on 8833. We're going to go to the news now, but on the other side, it's very close to... to, uh, Oh, we've got Bozza coming in. And then we've got Ryan Grant. So it's all things the beautiful game. Not the game they play in heaven. No. Joker Benito. Final hour of the run home with Joel and Fletch, thanks to Hyundai this afternoon. you got the uh, professor in the seat for Joel, who is in Melbourne. Just living it up. Would he have finished his Thai feed now? What do you reckon? Bozza or Sugar? Joel. Joel. Joel would be Schindler's. He gets Ooh. away and he just loves just getting into the... Uh, they call them skinny bitches, so no offence, uh, but they're, they're vodka, lime and soda. Oh, they call them skinny, right. yeah, skinny bitches. That's, do you know about uh, Joel's lizard? Uh, no. You know, he Which owns one? like a fully grown bearded dragon. Oh, yeah, I do. Brad Lizard. We've got that. Yeah, we had that. He bought it and the kids sort of, it was one of those, remember those stickers that would say, no um, pets aren't just for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what he was doing. But it, that lizard's all good. So if you're from Peter, uh, yeah, please don't. never please seen it like it. Uh, we're brought to you by the Hyundai Kona N-Line. Imagine to be bold. A big welcome to our listeners on the SEN track stations across New South Wales. Queensland and the ACT. Uh, just a reminder also, if you want to grab this show on the podcast, you can get it at Apple Podcasts and Spotify uh, and also the Run Home socials. Make sure you follow us. Hit subscribe, uh, Twitter slash X, Instagram. Uh, the handle is at Joel Fletch. S-E-N. Uh, now, uh, Fletchy, the dealership of the week, the Hyundai dealership of the week is, and you wouldn't believe it, it's Adriano Chiovo. Yeah. Uh, and his team from Heartland. Blacktown, uh, people here are getting excited. I don't oh, know if you can hear that. Well, you know background. why? Adriano, mm. he uh, was at one stage Peru. He's Peruvian. He was the salsa champion of Peru. And this is why this is why the people here are cheering. So, no, not sa- dancing. What? Salsa? Salsa. Or salsa. 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 How do you s- salsa? Uh, yes, that's Blacktown Kings Park. So a big congratulations to 
Adriano and that team, a, a bloody good team. Very good. Heart, Heartland Blacktown. Oh, oh, it is, yeah. Well, I don't want to go anywhere else but the heart of Blacktown. Uh, I've got a WBW at Sandown's. I was about to jump. It's the favourite. Sorry, uh, Chrissy from Wall's End. He liked Morning, Mornington Glory, but it was the favourite. So do as you please. Tomorrow's car in stock today. Contact Adriano and his team to test drive the all-new all new Hyundai Kono Imagine to be bold. Um, we've got a very special guest that's about to join us. But before we do, Fletchy, uh, this Sporting Globe, do you come down here ever on a Friday, Saturday night? Do you ever strap yourself in? Watch Friday, you're not, Friday, you're not getting a seat. Packed. Uh, it's packed. If you're single, come down here because they've got a lot of uh, single males and females just looking for a bit of, uh, a bit of fun. It's a fun time. And if nothing, if it doesn't all work out, and go across to the museum, across there, the, uh, you've been the maritime? maritime Museum. Have you, done, you been down to the submarine? Have you gone down inside? It's, no. It's scary. No, I've got no, I've got no business going in submarines. No interest in going into well, a... We're uh, going to give them to the French. Whatever happened to that? Remember? Submarine deal. Yeah, that never mm. happened. No, we, now we're in with the Brits and the and the Americans. They're giving us the nuke, nuke subs, mate. So is this the Mornington just coming, swooping down the outside in the green? This might be we're Chrissy from Wall's the... End. And one like a favourite. Is it the five? Can I tell? No. The other favourite. The other favourite got it. Anyway. Sorry. There you go. So we've had a cracking show this afternoon. If you did want to jump on the podcast and have a listen, uh, Fletch, your confessions, they were very good. Um, people stealing from supermarkets, basically. People... Um, well, on the their self checkout. Yeah, the other thing that I found, people getting those nanny, those nanny, um, they call them nana trolleys. Mm-hmm. You know, they put a false bottom on there, so they get all this the steaks, put them there, put a false bottom, and then go to the checkout and just pull out some Nutrigrain or some of the cheaper stuff. <laughs> so um, Bradman Best, he's gone to the Knights. Well, it, <laughs> he's already there. He's he, staying. At he's the not. It's not official. <laughs> no, but he's. I, he's I think Bradman. Coming to you shortly, time. Mark. Yeah, I think Bradman, um, he's, he's made the right call there. Uh, now, the Tigers, they're in pole position for Panthers star Jerome Luai. Fletch, is this a real thing, or is this another one where the Tigers fans gets their ho- get their hopes up and I hope not. I, I think he's going to leave Penrith. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up at the Dragons. Yeah. I, I'm just, you know, they had the million dollars. Flano came out and said, we've got money enough for, for Joey Manu. They're not getting Joey Manu. I'm thinking maybe, you know, Jaden Sullivan's gone. Jerome Luai. Would you be happy with that, Brooksy? Yeah, I'm, I'll be happy with anything at the <laughs> moment. Okay. Has Flano said if he'll drive Jerome to training, or was that just a Joey Mano, Mano deal? Uh, he I, hasn't think, said. I think if he doesn't get Manu, it'll roll over so, to Luai. Because Luai, if there's anybody that could do carpool karaoke. Oh, yeah. He can sing. Can't do speeches, though, at weddings. Really? Yeah. I thought it was very good. What? Off the cuff like that. Throw away the... No? Oh, I didn't think so. You didn't like it? I didn't think Toastmaster. Yeah. Uh, hey, now we've got a very special guest joining us on the line. He, he's... Uh, well, let's let's go with this. Former Aston Villa, former Manchester United, former Socceroos, former Central Coast Mariner goalkeeper, the great man, the B-man, Mark Bosnich. Are you there, Bozza? I am, but you're cutting out quite a lot. Good afternoon to you all. G'day, Bozza. No, where, where are you, mate? Because we're in your neck of the woods. We're just down from Barangaroo. I understand you're... Uh... I, I know. I, 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 and as I'm talking, I'm echoing as well, but I'll keep going. I heard you several times say, I'm sure that Bozza would come down. I would have come down. This is what this is. However, uh, my little boy's training again at Daisyville. 
Oh, right. So you're out of the uh, the windswept uh, David Phillips field. That's it. That's a, it's not so, not so windswept today. No, it's not. Hey, Boz, what's it like living in Barangaroo? Because it's, it's pretty much a new suburb, you know, with, with all the uh, construction going on. Do you like it? Love it. I've been there yeah. for, I think, what, 13, 14 years. It's a, it's like a city within a city. Um, oh, hang on. Over so there not... uh, to your right where Brangaroo is, that just used to be basically all cement. That's all it was. And the, the big ships used to come and dock there. Yep. And passengers used to board and, and, and disembark from there as well. So to see it go up like it did has been absolutely amazing. It's fantastic. So, Boz, you're not in the new... You're not living in those new units built near the casino? No, I'm waiting for mine to get built. Yes, I know. They couldn't. They, you go to the top floor, I, I'd imagine. Now, Boz, before we get into this, you, you know, you know how I've got a, a little bit of an obsession with celebrities, and you, yeah, being, I heard. You know, the most um, famous person I know who could get access to other celebrities. Have you ever met Robbie Williams? Robbie Williams, yes, several times. Oh, okay, because he's a mad soccer yeah. fan. Did you meet him? Yeah, he, uh, he's he's, he's orig- originally. I think he's from Stoke. Um, if he's listening or somebody listening knows him, will correct me if I'm wrong. He'll be listening for um, sure. G'day, Robbie. So, he, he but he's a, he's a massive football fan, and I, you saw it recently when he, he he changed the lyrics to that song about Anne. So, he's a huge yeah, football yeah. fan. I, I think during the '90s, during you know during his heyday with the group, and then when he went individual, I think he supported Liverpool. He knew a lot of the Liverpool boys, but uh, I'm not 100 percent certain. Um, did you meet him? Uh, take that. Take that era, or when he went solo? Yeah, that both eras, both. I covered both eras. Yeah. Oh yeah, because oh, I'm watching that. I'm watching that documentary, and he just seems like a cracking bloke. Is that? Is that a great guy? Yeah, good on you. Yeah, great right. guy. Hey, Bozzo, we ran into you on uh, Sunday night. Um, do you remember yes, you were, did. You came into the Harbour View, and you were trying to charge your. It was an electric car. And Correct. You you were there for about an hour and a half, and it had only gotten up to eight percent. I wonder. Did you ever manage to finish charging it? Yeah, it, it, it got a, it, it, char- it, it. So people understand it. The electrical cars are great. The, uh, seriously, uh, some people will say they don't accelerate like petrol cars, but we're not doing Formula One on the road, so that's no problem. The electrical cars are great. We just need to support it with the infrastructure. That's all we need to do because it's, it's sometimes it's very difficult to to find places where you can charge it. So as more and more people get them, um, you're just going to have to support of infrastructure and also have the ability for like, you know, to, to charge it much quicker because sometimes, you know, you know, we saw you, that was the night of the World Cup final. It was, and we yeah. went up and had dinner. And like I said, it, 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 it went, it was, it was, it was a it's really good price. It was. So it went for nearly two hours. It was only about $5. That's, that's absolutely fine. But it only charged for 4%. So. If you're living in an apartment building like me and you haven't got a PowerPoint or, a, or access to a charger, it's, it can mm. become difficult. And not, not, not to mention thinking about people who have to take long journeys because the, the quicker you go on the motorway, as I found out with it, obviously the more battery it uses. But it, as long as they get the infrastructure done, it's, there's nothing wrong with the cars whatsoever. They're absolutely fine. And if it helps everything, then so be it. But as long as it's accessible for, for everyone and, it, and obviously the cost comes into play as well, um, in terms of how much these charges cost, because if they're too much, which I don't think that they are, but if they're too much, I'd rather go on to, on to things that are a little bit more important right now. Boz, I'm putting you forward to be on the Australian version of Top Gear. That was just outstanding. Right. Or, Drive, or Drive Magazine. Uh, Boz, Thank you very much. Let's, let's yes. talk about Australia's 1-0 thumping over Palestine. What did you make of it? 
<laughs> I didn't watch it. I uh, didn't watch the game last night. Um, I, I watched bits and bobs of the game against Bangladesh, and I saw the highlights of last night. Um, it, look, these early qualifications are, are a very difficult sell, and I've actually put it forward to to, to Football Australia to get via the AFC, the Asian Football Confederation, that they've got to look at perhaps a different way of qualifying because this qualifying round alone, um, there's something like six rounds because remember this time now and in future eight teams qualify from asia so they've got to make it in my opinion based on the seedings a, a little bit more how can you say interesting for everyone so you know there's 47 teams in asia so it's difficult but it's not impossible because in europe they've got 55 teams and they still manage to have it in a way that makes it you know a, a little bit more sellable put it that way Boz, uh, that wasn't the only World Cup qualifier going on in the last 24 hours. Uh, I happened, I was no. at the Harbour Diggers today and I stumbled across Argentina versus Brazil. Uh, yes. I didn't even know it was did going up, on. And did they, I end up playing it? <laughs> they did play it. There was about a half an hour delay at the start because I think the right police had to go out and bash oh. a few people. Um, what did they, did they invade the pitch? Uh, no, I think it was more in the crowd. There was, there was trouble, yeah, there was trouble. Yeah, there was trouble. but you know, when these two countries play each other, and the stars were there, mate, these, these were the proper size. The uh, Lionel was there. Um, oh, no, 100%. And, oh, no, we haven't, this, this is what I'm saying, uh, we haven't interacted with Alan, which we didn't, we didn't do for the vast majority of my day. So all players, you know, can converge on their international games. Um, from all around the world, um, so that so it shouldn't be a problem, and that's what I, coming back to what I was saying with the AFC. Rather than having these rounds, this one and then that one, and and so forth, just maybe have the the, the top eight seeds ready ready to go, and then the rest of the teams play off when they get into a group to perhaps make it more sellable to everyone. Bozo, this is the first time, and Brooksy showed me this stat. This is the first time that Brazil has ever lost in a World Cup qualifier at home, which is. Is pretty amazing. 25 campaigns, um, and it was 13 draws, and the rest were wins. Yeah. Unbelievable that they've gone this long without losing. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but you know, they, they are five times world champions, so you can understand it. Uh, but they still look. Yep. They still should be okay. Yeah. Uh, after six games, they're, they're in sixth place, so they've got six places that qualify automatically from South America. And the seventh place, the seventh place team, which are Paraguay at the moment, will go through a playoff system. Right. Okay. And, boys, before we get into the uh, Champions League, the Auckland-based side, they've been awarded an A-League franchise. Thoughts, Mark yep. Bosnich, XXMB? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, excited. Excited. Excited for, for yeah. Auckland uh, because it's a great city uh, and really excited that, that they're they're expanding. And uh, also excited for the National Second Division was announced as well uh, yes. the other day. Um, so, that, so that was great news as well. I mean, a, lo a lot of people will be sceptical, understandably so, but it's a step in the right direction in terms of, you know, aligning the pyramid of football up and and eventually, I hope sooner rather than later, allowing promotion and relegation to make it, you know, into a you know proper football ecosystem. It's really, really important. Hey, Boz, we got a producer here, Nathan Brooks. I don't know if you've met him before. He wants to uh, ask you a question. Hey, Boz, hey, uh, long-time fan, second-time question yeah. to you. Um, with yeah. the New Zealand team coming in, uneven yeah. numbers, so that will be yeah. 13 franchises in the A-League. Could the second tier provide the 14th? I know they, they are looking at 2032 as a year, I think, to bring in the promotion relegation, but if a club has a very good side, a, a couple of good seasons in the first few years of the second tier, 
could we promote them up to balance the the A League well, and have that 14th squad? I, yeah, I, I don't see no reason why. I mean, it, it, there's there's people that are more qualified to talk about it than me in terms of people on the APL board. Steve Conroy, now the the, the, Lex, the ex um, politician, is the chairman of the board. And he's a good man, and, and he's a, a man that's always progressive and looks to make things happen. So. Uh, he's, he would be the best person to get on the show to ask about that. The only problem being at the moment is the A-League plays in the summer and the National Second Division is going to kick off in the winter. So that could be the only real little hiccup. But I don't see any reason why because there, there are some teams in that National Second Division who actually applied for an A-League licence. So if you look at some of the teams that are in the A-League uh, and say if you look at, say, MacArthur or Western United, not to pick on them too, but it's just a fact, they're not getting, you could say, the, the crowds that you would say are comparable to what you get, say, this week at the Derby between Sydney and Western Sydney Wanderers. So I don't see any real difference in that. The, the most important thing is, and, and you know, this is where there's a little bit of a crossover between sport and other industries, is to provide pathways and jobs for as many people as possible. And football is the most popular played sport in the whole country. And you saw the interest when the Women's World Cup was here. You've seen it before mm. when the big teams tour here. You've seen it before even locally, even the Socceroos play all of it. So the people are there. They just need to provide those pathways and the environment. Now, I think that the A-League should go back to winter. I've said that continually. And that's purely from a footballer's point of view because at heart I'm still a footballer and I want the best conditions possible so the boys and the girls can show their best ability. It's impossible to do that when you're playing in the middle of summer. So uh, hopefully they will align and that, that would just become automatic. There should just be automatic, either one up, one up, one down, or for the first couple of years you could have a playoff, which would, be, which would be massive if you had a playoff between the team that won the second division and the team that finished last in the A-League. And then you can say, right, you've got three years A-League clubs to get ready because then after three years it's going to be one up, one down, or two up, two down. It, it, I, it, it, it really is, like I said to you, it's, it's long overdue. And, you know, it's something that Australian football needs to do if it wants to keep progressing in the right direction. Absolutely. Boz. Now, Boz, you talk about uh, it's the most played sport in Australia. Funnily enough, I've just started playing six aside, and I'm in goals. Yep. Um, I, I've got yeah, a bad angle. So. But I've got a question mm. for you. On a, on a corner, because it's six aside, so it's a smaller goal, mm. um, is this okay if I get some tips Absolutely. Oh, good. Am I, do I want to be to the post closest to the corner or at the back post or am I in the middle of the goals? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would go right. I would go like a little bit in the middle. Uh, if it's a smaller goal, you might want to be a little bit closer to the near post. But the most important position for you is your body position. So you've got to be at a 45 degree angle to where the ball's coming from. So it allows you to get back as well. If you're straight on, if you're at not, say, you know, if you're if you're basically, say, you know, perpendicular, like looking straight at the board, it's going to be very difficult if you have to go backwards. And if you're completely the other way, if you're completely facing, facing basically the other goal, that can make it difficult to go forward. So you've just got to be at that 45-degree angle, and that should cover you both ways. Oh, okay. Well, if we're on this subject, and it's Ask Bozza. Mm. Bozza, I'm having a real issue with my souffles not rising. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know you are quite the man about in the kitchen. What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? Why isn't my souffle rising? I don't know about souffles, but but I don't know about the souffles, Fletch, but you did remind me before you said, uh, you know, he was spotted at the fish market. I was at the fish market. I knew you would be. What'd you get? What'd you get? A little bit of uh, Hawkesbury squid? I was. No, no, no. I've got some mozzarella. 
mozzarella cheese and, some, and tomatoes and basil for my salad. And, and yep. I've got some prawns as well for the, for the pasta I'm going to cook for the kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> What's the pasta? Uh, what, what are we doing? Is it creamy-based prawn? Well, Is it tomato-based? Well, the little boy, he likes it just plain, just with a bit of olive oil on and some cheese on. But uh, I'm going to do pesto for, for, the young, for the young girl and myself. And I'll put the prawns on the side because sometimes they don't like the prawns mixed in with their pasta. So I'll put the prawns just on the side and they can have them. Prawns that, that don't take long to cook whatsoever. That's right. But you can't stew them. You've got to do them individually. Uh, Cam's got a question here for you, Boz. Ask Bozza. Bozza, what do you think will happen yeah. to Man City and Chelsea with being charged by the FA? What, what's happened there? Well, that's going to be well. It's going to be very interesting because those who don't know, Everton uh, had what what you would consider pretty much a minor charge, and, and they've been fined heavily and also had ten points uh, deducted uh, by the Premier League, which was really, in my opinion, was ex- excessive. But if you if you talk about the charges now, we, we've got to be straight here in terms of what so what people know. Uh, in terms of the Chelsea charges, they're separate to. To, they're from the Premier League. The Premier League charges on Manchester City are separate as well, but Manchester City have been exonerated already from those charges, not only by UEFA, which is the governing board of, of European football, but also by the Court of Arbitration uh, in Switzerland, which is the appeal uh, court that you can take sporting things to. So they've been exonerated. So it, it, they're basically facing the same charges they're being exonerated for. So I think Manchester City will be fine. In terms of Chelsea, I'm not all over their charges, but it must it's going to be a concerning time a little bit because of the excessive punishment that Everton has suffered. Hopefully Everton have those points, at least the points put back on, um, because I really don't like, and we had this before with Melbourne Storm having their titles taken away from all those years ago in the Rugby League. I really don't like um, sporting contests being decided in the courtroom. They should be decided at one place, and that's on the sporting part. That's on the pitch. So, is it all to do with uh, paying players under the pay, under the table, or is it not? No, no. What, what, what's it all look, about? What they did, and, no. What, what they did is what UEFA did years and years ago, um, which is debatable in itself. They started to say basically they, they started to bring in what was called financial fair play, right? That you could only spend two thirds of your turnover on players' wages and transfers. So right. what they're saying is that, so, so clubs didn't operate at a loss, but there's the other side of the argument, which is say, well, all it was doing was ring-fencing the top clubs because their turnovers naturally, because of their history, are going to be big, bigger gotcha. than the other Bozza. teams. Bozza. And I it's, not going to allow, yeah. it's not going to allow, it's not going to allow, you know, for, not, you know, for example, if, I don't know, if, if Tweety Forrest said he wanted to go buy a Premier, uh, say he wanted to buy a championship club and pour his own money into it and to make them Premier League champions, he wouldn't be allowed to do that as quick because they'd have to build up their turnover. You can't build up the turnover if you're not successful. Gotcha. Thanks, Bozza. See you, baby. He's the best. See you Friday. Yes, welcome back to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks to MFP Easy, voted Queensland's best fiberglass pool builder, and Sonos game-changing sound. This festive season, Joel is currently down uh, in Mexico and uh, enjoying a Thai feed. And uh, what would be it? He's left the Thai. Now he's at Italian. He's in Collins Street, so he's gone from the Thai, and he's just—I think—he's hoeing in to some zucchini flowers stuffed with ricotta at the moment. I know that's one of his favourites. Is he having like a just a feed for like seven, eight hours straight? Well, he likes to graze. He's a bit of a grazer, old uh, Sugarelli. But he's going to see Robbie Williams tonight, so it's all uh, you need. You need a bit of yeah, um, absolutely, a bit of fuel. How long's Robbie's show? Do we know? Is it four and a half hours? Oof. It's very good. It's, it's long. Well, he goes back to take that 
Does he? He does, he does uh, all the classics. He does a little bit of that. He's off the drink too now. He was drinking a, a vodka, a bottle of vodka a day when he was in Take That. Was that because he was in Take That? He was off Gary Barlow. Hated him. Yeah, right. He wasn't off him. Did uh, you enjoy him at the AFL Grand Final last year? Yeah. Swans, Cats, one of the best. I thought he was really with the pink suit. Grand Final. Was he the, the pink? Oh, yes, he was. Yeah, he was full pink suit. Because yeah. yeah. the pub good. I was at, everyone was singing. Yeah. Who well, did, we had who Shepherd. did the NRL have? We had Shepard. Shepard. And Justice well, what Crew. What is Shepard? Brizzy Brand. Mm. I think next year, I've been pushing for, I want Bruce Springsteen. I'm on a... Oh, can I'm you on afford a, the boss? You can. You're getting for two million. You're ju- Oh. Two million for Let's four songs. Yeah. I'm on a crusade. Yeah, do it. Love the boss. Run home with Fletch and Joel podcast. You can get that uh, at Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also the Run Home Socials. Twitter slash X. Instagram at Joel Fletch S-E-N. Uh, now just a reminder, tomorrow on the show, you've got Joel's back. He's back up from Melbourne. And Sock, Stephen O'Keefe, they'll be live from here at the Sporting Globe. So if you've always wanted to meet a Sydney Sixers left-arm orthodox spinner and a former West Tigers goal-kicking winger, come down to... The Sporting Globe. Uh, hey, we've got another guest. It's, uh, it's Tis the Season. World Cup qualifiers going on, but you know what else is going on is the A-League massive game this weekend with the Sydney with Sydney FC taking on the Western Sydney Wanderers. And joining us right now is Sydney FC player Ryan Grant. Are you there, Ryan? I am. How are you, fellas? Oh, look at him. He's driving around. Have you got the bub in the back seat, Rhino? Uh, actually, don't. No, I uh, avoided a bit of pride in the back just for your sake. Uh, but yeah, getting getting home from work. How's it been, mate? Because um, for our listeners that don't know, uh, recent a recent new dad. How's it how's it all going at home? Uh, yeah, touch wood, it's been pretty good so far. I don't want to count my chickens, obviously, but um, yeah, I, I seem to have a bit of a magic touch. But I've been oh. really always reminding me, don't get ahead of yourself. It's all coming. But yeah, no, so far so good, loving it. Now. Ryan, sorry, I hit a button here. First day on the job. Hey, Ryan, uh, mate, um, Sydney FC, you missed the huge win over Adelaide United, but the boys must have been pretty happy with that. Yeah, obviously, massive win. Uh, we were under the pump there. Obviously, the start of the season, not doing great, but the boys went to Adelaide and got a very convincing win. Um, a few people have pointed out that I wasn't there and that might have played a part. You might be right. Uh, but, yeah, now the boys are back on a high now uh, after a great win and hopefully still no might sign into this weekend. Mate, what's, what's been... Uh, what do you need to work on? I, I notice you've, we've only won one game. We've lost three. What do we need to work on for us uh, FC fans? Um, well, we, for the fans, we'd love them to get out this weekend against the Wanderers. It's obviously our biggest rival. So from the fans' point of view, get out in numbers and create that atmosphere. But from us players, I think... One thing we were lacking before the Adelaide game were goals, and then we went and scored five. So at the moment, everything's looking pretty rosy. We're sort of bounced back, and now it's just a matter of um, being consistent with it because uh, obviously it will mean nothing unless we get a win this weekend. Uh, Ryan, myself and Brooksy are coming out to the game on um, on Saturday night. Do you mind giving us a wave or if we call out to yeah. you? If we, no, is if that cool? Call out, if you call out and say a few nice things, I'll give you a wave. I don't get it too often, so... Um, just give me a compliment or two about my receding hairline and I'll sure to turn around and buy something back at you. Mate, we definitely will. The Wanderers obviously sitting on top of the table. Um, what can you do to, to knock them off this weekend? Uh, I think, it's, yeah, it's a good question. I think if we just, um, 
have the same approach that we did against Adelaide a couple of weeks ago and, and go out and be on the front foot and be very lively. I know that's pretty generic and pretty cliche, but um, yeah, we want to be a high-tempo team these days, and if we can start well and get on the front foot, I think we'll set ourselves up to uh, a good place to win it and obviously just take our chances. These games can be pretty tight at times uh, in the derby, so if we can make sure we, we take our chances, I think obviously we'll go a long way to, to getting the win. Now, Ryan, your new manager. Now, it, you could get, you, it could be a bit of a slip-up if you tried to pronounce his name phonetically. How do we <laughs> say his, uh, his name correctly? Uh, it's Ufuk, but we all call him Ufi to, to sort of save the embarrassment. Ufi. Has anyone yeah. ever said the uh, magic word? Because it's spelt U-F-U-K. Has anyone uh, slipped up? I'm sure they have um, but... and probably said that they didn't mean to it on different occasions. But, um, yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's a bit of a tongue twister, but yeah, we just go. He just goes by Ulfi to us, which makes it a lot easier. Ulfi. Hey, Ryan, just talking about. Um, I wanted to ask you about sledging. Is there much sledging in the uh, in the beautiful game, or is it because it's so fast paced you don't really get to get in someone's grill, so to speak? Uh, no, you get. Yeah, you definitely a lot of sledging. Um, probably not so much these days as it used to be when I first started, but. Uh, yeah, no, I, I love a bit of verbal. Um, as my dad would say, ask how the mother's chooks are. Yes. Um, constantly throughout. Um, it's sort of part of my game. I'm not the best at it. I sort of get a bit tongue-tied at times, but I love to be in amongst it. And I cop my fair share, too, because I'm always uh, whinging and complaining yeah. about something. So, um, yeah, yeah right, it definitely does happen. Righto, you've just got to... The, the best one is... The best one is... So you'll know two players playing, uh, and you say... Whoever you're playing, just say you're playing Simon, but you know Bob, that Bob's playing in the other team too. And you go, oh, Bob, you're right. You're right about Simon. He is an F-wit, and I can understand why yeah. no one likes you. That's, that was always my go-to. You can just keep rehashing that. So yeah, who that are you I doing? I haven't used that one. I yeah, it's a beauty. It's an easy yeah, one. It's a bit like a stand-up comedian. You don't really need to change your audience. You just, oh, sorry, change your jokes. You've got to change your audience. But you're playing. So would you say, hey, Darren, you're right about Gordy? When you're playing Brisbane. Uh, but when you're talking to Queenslanders, it, by the time you, like the joke <laughs> drops, they stand back and go, oh, and they think they don't really, you know. You've got to Bad get someone example, with a right. little little bit of humour. Gotcha. Understand it. Hey, uh, obviously, um, the departure of Steve Corica um, recently, 19 years at the club. Were you sad to see him go, mate? Yeah, very sad. Uh, obviously, yeah, Bimby, as we call him, has been there since, since day one of Sydney FC, so he's... Uh, a club legend is an integral part of the club for a very long time. Um, had so much success as a player and, and as a coach. So, um, yeah, the team leave was sad, but um, he, he told us that's football, I suppose that's life. Uh, this happens. So, um, yeah, it's sad, but at the moment, I think we've got to worry about things around it. Getting stuck on being a successful team as we have. But yeah, um, as a, a player that played with him, and then um, so my coach, yeah, I was very sad to see him go. Hey, Ryan, are you getting around the um, the, the Netflix stocker, the uh, Beckham? Yeah, I have. I've watched that. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a beauty, isn't it? So, what did your partner think about that? What was she saying? About what? Are you trying about, to catch me out here? No, not, no, not just about how David Beckham, like, because a, uh, a lot of girls... My my uh, wife included. We're off Beckham after the. Uh, oh really? Yeah, they were off him a, a little bit. Now my um, my partner, she she loves him too. She, she obviously didn't realise she's English too, and she still didn't realise 
how much um, the fans and the media slated him um, and for him to come back uh, the way he did. She was very impressed. But, yeah, there's a few things they sort of skim over in the doco. Probably where some of the women get a bit offside about him, and then too, I suppose. But, um, you yeah, know, we're both there. I don't know if you guys saw Bex at the Cricket World Cup. Did you see? Yeah, we saw Virat bowing down to him. I thought yeah, that was. Yeah, and he met Sachin. And... But he also met, uh, met Kuldeep Yadav. And tell me, this wasn't a move from Yadav. He said to him, uh, Mate, <laughs> my favourite team is Barcelona. I love Lionel Messi. Obviously, yes. Bex played for Real and, and Bex went, oh, okay. And they said, oh, mate, my, at Man U, man, I love Paul Scholes. And then Bex was like, oh, yeah, he was he was a good player. And then... Why was Scholes today the blue? No, but it was he just wasn't picking oh, him. Oh, I wasn't And right. then the last thing he said to me, he said, oh, mate, if you get the chance when you're back in the UK, can you say hi to Gary Neville for me? Oh, right. <laughs> so, I don't know if he was doing it deliberately, but Bex just didn't know how to take no. it. He was sort of like, I don't think he's ever had it before where Someone deliberately ignored him. Did you see that, Ryan? No, I didn't see that part. I did see him kicking the ball with uh, Coley a little bit, but I didn't see yeah, the interaction. You, you've got a little bit of Becks about you too, Ryan, I reckon. You got a little bit. Yeah. You got a little bit of swagger. I see you up at the dog park just walking around just <laughs> with your shirt off and that beautiful Bondo tan. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's, that's the biggest compliment I've ever been given, but I know that's a lie for a fact, because I would never get my pasty white skin out in that sun, mate. I'm like you. <laughs> hey, Ryan, I wanted to, to ask, I've always wanted to ask a professional footballer, have you watched Ted Lasso, A, and B, how far from the truth is it? Like, is it complete BS? Do you watch it and go, oh, the training's terrible, the, you know, the, the, the play between the coaches and the players is complete BS? Or are there, is there some truth in it? Uh, I watched the first season and, yeah, found it very cringeworthy. Um, so couldn't, couldn't watch much more. But I know a lot of, lot of my mates, uh, footballers or soccer players, they enjoyed it. So I think it's the, the sort of um, happy-go-lucky side of it that they enjoy. But, yeah, for me, I just get around and yeah, right. get too happy. So, Not really thing at all. No, complete BS. That's what I thought. Where, yeah. are, you driving? Where are you driving to? You're coming home from training. Yeah, I'm, I just had to drop in at the, at the junction and now I'm heading back home. All right, okay. You're getting your soy latte, get your yoga mat and your green juice. I'll see you back in the hood, Rhino. <laughs> yeah, I'll make it for that green juice. But, I'll no. see you in the mean streets of Bondi. Just at the back of the pavilion there and we'll just go toe-to-toe. Very good. Hey, Ryan, thanks for joining us, mate. Good luck against the Wanderers yes. on the weekend. Let's mate. give it to those Westies. Yeah, and make sure if you, if, I don't know, you, you jag a goal, can you dedicated to Brooksy and myself. Thank you, mate. No worries, boys. Thanks for having me. Very good. Thanks, Rhino. Thank See you, brother. Thank you, Rhino. Now, if you, uh, if you have been listening all afternoon, we actually had um, another Australian great footballer. We had Mark Bosnich on earlier, and it was a big thanks to Stan Sport uh, for providing Bozza. Um, just a reminder, the UEFA Champions League is live on Stan Sport. The uh, group stage match day five starts next Wednesday morning. Catch Bozza, Max Rushton, Craig Foster live and exclusive in 4K on Stan Sport. They're a good gang. That is a good... I, I like, I'm not much of a football fan, but it's a bit like we were talking before with Charles Barclay and Shaq. Oh, I like when they that? all get together. You know, it, it doesn't matter what sport it is, as long as you've got good chemistry and they're just giving it to each other. It does help that they're all supreme athletes. Yeah. But I do enjoy... What, and I love Maxie Rushton. I love him. He, uh, big in the UK, Maxi, massive. Yeah, he's he getting that, big here. Um, uh, what was it called? Uh, Soccer AM. Yeah, was one of the. Is he got? Into, he's gone into the podcast world. 
like yourself? He, probably. And he's probably... Oh, I, he's got... What has he got, Tourist? Has he got so a podcast? One is the Guardian Football Podcast. Which is he, would, he wouldn't own it, though. What a, what, silly. You've got to own it. you got to own it. Uh, hey, Fletch. Yeah? I believe it's time for uh, quite a big announcement. Is that right? On a Wednesday? Yeah, let's just do it Roll here. Roll it in here, Tourist. It is time for the Wacky Team Wednesday announcement. Yes. And it was uh, good people you want to have a beer with. And it's quite fitting. They were down here getting a wave down there to uh, Chrissy Lee's lookalike there. Uh, John Denver lookalike over there too as well. Okay, the fullback will be John Singleton. The wingers, Penny Wong. And people said, why do you want Penny Wong? Yeah, well, she volunteers Bunnings every Saturday at Mawson Lakes. She's whacking out the $2 sosos. Oh, so she's not an undercover security guard. No, 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 no. The centres, Cam Smith, the golfer, and Sandra Sully. Uh, the, the other winger will be Ash Barty. Are you happy with that? The half, Love David Boone, vice-captain. Your captain, Stevie Irwin. Just kicks both feet. Front row, Bob Hawke. Hooker, Travis Head. The other front row are Mervyn Hughes. Oh, I love it. Now, this is where it gets a little bit funky. The back row, this is where we're going to rip Paul Hogan, Leland Chin and Brian Brown, and the bench, Jumpin' Jai Tarima. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Mark shit. Bosnich. Yeah, the yeah, man. Tim Bailey. Oh. And I'm throwing Jackie Owen. Come at me. Jackie Owen. Come at me. Is this because you want to get involved in the 100 million 10-year deal? No, I, just think, Jack, no, on the I side? just think Jackie O's done wonder, wonderful things to radio. Yeah, like you're trying to, to you trying to get a gig. You're trying to get a gig. That's yeah. what it sounds like. they got Bo Ryan. Bo That's Ryan's on channel. Uh, what do you call Like it? for like, mate. Swap yes. one in. Swap one out. <laughs> That's what I did. Um, so, <laughs> let's right. do this. Hang on, yeah. before we get oh, into this, sorry, yeah. has Doombin Race 6 jumped? Because Chrissy, uh, no, Chrissy from Wall's End, Chris, I've got a good feeling about this. He wants, he wants binding. Doombin, race six, binding. So, listen up. This is uh, He-Man me, please. Can you He-Man me? Imagine binding. what you could be buying instead. Imagine what you could be buying. say they have a sure thing. There's always a catch to it. Okay, well, there is a catch, obviously. Uh, the catch is, if it loses, you can't feed the kids. But <laughs> do the kids really need to be fed? They might be a little bit... Uh, a little bit Depends how old they are. They might be a little bit podgy. Hey, they probably do with Michael. Michael. Michael Podgy. What was his brother? Ben. Did He-Man back in the day, did they used to have betting updates during the show? No, they, they don't. But I, ha- I have to, by law, if yes. I give a tip, it's these new gambling laws. So, so did, I just use He-Man. Did you see that on <laughs> He-Man? Were you watching He-Man? I've watched... I've watched... I've you heard of this story? No, I don't know this So one. during COVID, we were oh, sitting down, we were so bored, and the girls said, Dad, what did you used to watch as a kid? And I said... You know, family ties, family matters. Uh, but the cartoon of choice was He-Man. Yeah. And randomly, randomly, I pressed, you know, I went on to YouTube. We pressed it. And he was having a stink with Fisto and Ram Man. <laughs> and they were in the Castle Grayskull and they were in a knuckle. And the sound's coming out very, very worrying with a bloke called Fisto and Ram Man. And the set, you could only hear the audio. Right, yeah, see. yeah. I'm convinced they were, it was a three-way. Well... <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny the old. Just going to town we, and ram me. So my, my son is at an age where he wants to watch He-Man, and I've I've gone in. It's it's still rated G, yeah, but we've watched some stuff in it, and I've said I don't. I think they need to go in and look at these ratings. Of course again. they do. They, they've that's got R eighteen plus. They've got everyone absolutely bamboozled. What about his <laughs> other? What about his other mate, the tongue lasher? So if I said to you, tongue lasher, Fisto with a giant fist, Ram Man, and He-Man. I have the power. What would you think about that? I'd be thinking I'm probably on Red Tube or yeah. something. And What's Red Tube? Uh, it's similar to YouTube, 
Do you own that as well? Have you got a show you own on Red Tube? I do. I've got 25% in a Red Tube show. Oh, okay. Can't see space, though. Ah, right. No, because I'm a dentist. Um, <laughs> there is a lot of... There's another show, Pugwash or something. There was another kid's show that had a lot of... And it was like The Seaman. What? And the, yeah, a similar... Th- I'm just, I can't think of the show. And it was the same. It was all this sexual connotation. Was it a cartoon? It was a cartoon. And around the same time... I, talk amongst yourselves. I'll see if I can come up with it. No, it is now actually time for this. It's a Schnitz Schnugget Sports Schnupdate. Got that winning taste right now? Schnitz. Handcrafted schnitzels, made fresh, made just for you. Uh, just before we get into the update, uh, Rooster Man, you've been with us for a long time. Surely you know the rules. You can't have Victor Radley. Where is oh, Victor yeah. Radley? You can't have rugby league players in the wacky team. Rooster Man, lift your game, brother. It's the only rule. Yeah. Gotcha. Pugwash was the name of the, the cartoon, and it had sexual innuendo. It had characters including Seaman Staines. What? Master Bates and Roger the Cabin Boy. It's not. It's yeah, can you find me the Pugwash song? When you hear it, you'll know. You would have watched it. But what? Fair dinkum. I was on ABC in the afternoon. Oh, yep, before Count Duckula. ABC, that explains everything. Can you find I me can't say uh, sponsored stadiums. No. No, but they but can have Pugwash. Yeah. Pugwash Seaman with the Seaman, Mr. It's Seaman a great stuff. theme song if you can find it. Uh, here we go. Listen to this. Remember this? Cracking show. Make sure you watch it. Get the kids around it. It's uh, good for learning. Go. Uh, the Australian PGA Championship starts tomorrow at Royal Queensland. Uh, Live Golf stars Cameron Smith, Adam Scott, Min Woo Lee and Mark Leishman. Go the leash. They'll be playing. Uh, Smith is chasing his fourth Aussie PGA Championship. Um, this is organised as they'll debut the party hole. Remember we saw that down in Adelaide? Uh, that was something Chase to get Gap around. Gap. It's a bit of that Seppo shit brought in by the West Indies. <laughs> 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 yes. Um, Although our boss, our boss Hutchie, yeah. Hutchie said the best sporting event he's ever been is that Phoenix Open, the party hole. Because I would have thought he would have said something about the Perth Wildcats. And no, that's no. Just, we hadn't. Ha- he didn't know them. Yet. Oh right, Sorry, Sorry. we didn't know them. Oh right, five-game winning streak, by the way. Of course, oh, yeah. yeah. They've, been ra- they've been ramming the rim, um, much like Fisto did in uh, Castle Grayskull. The um, so you can punt, right? So you're sitting on the party hole. You and uh, Hutchie's saying, right? I bet you the next golfer's wearing. If it's Leishman coming up, he's got a red shirt on. And they all throw it. So it's a bit like two up. Oh, how so good just the bloke next to you? Bloke next to you. So, all right, I'll have you for 10. Oh, that's you know, I'll have you for 20. Or, all right, I bet you one, only one hits the green. Three will miss the green. Like, it's just all about punning, which, you know. Love it. Um, it's going to cater for... Well, you know what they say? Apparently, COVID has has created a whole new group of fans. It's the, so when things like the EPL and football and stuff got halted, golf was still going. So all these... I guess, what would you call them? Um, not really golf fans got into golf. and they're the Don't start me. Don't start me. Oh, you me. don't like it? Is it the... Oh, mate, they've just, they're, they're letting all these members in. Oh, here we only go. Just, no, well, it's, no, mate. they clog up the golf courses and they're not that good. You like, said because, to me, you had a shocker today. Yeah, Maybe but I mean, I can, thing. I'm not a good golfer, but I'm better than those people that just started doing it during COVID and they talk on their phones and they all, like, follow the ball. So there'd be four of them. Yeah. And they just follow. They all go to the oh, one person's mate. ball. No, nah, I'm with you there. They don't. Do they like walk across each other's line of green? Do they? Oh, they wouldn't. I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to hit in the back of the head. Josh Mansour has retired from <laughs> rugby league. 86 tries, 174 NRL games, as well as a representative appearances for New South Wales in State of Origin. 
end Australia. Um, Joshy Mansell, absolute champion. We've all worked with him. He's a champion. One and of he's the greats. doing great things off the field too. I think that's a... The combination they've got with uh, Josh Adakar and him, it just works, doesn't it? Podcast, he'd own it. Podcast, does he own it? Check, uh, someone check, he'd own it. I don't know, James. It's not all about owning stuff. It is. Sometimes you've just got to let it be. Let Give it, it for be. free. Uh, where's, oh, we're in the front here. Binding's leading. Uh, it's coming into the, well, how far out? 400 out. Binding is on the rails. Going okay, but I'm worried about the nose roll horse. What's six. nose he got? Is it's that all Ah, uh, nah. Ooh, nice. Binding kick. Binding. Nah, gone. It's not even going to place. And a big congratulations to Josh Mansell on your career. Sorry. No, source. no, all good. Sandon Smith, uh, he re, 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 it's such a funny thing, re-signs, re-signs with the Roosters as opposed to resigns. It's like, um, yeah, anyway. Uh, the Sydney Roosters have today announced the up-and-coming uh, player, Sandon Smith, has extended for a further two years, keeping him at the club at least until the end of 2026. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Uh, I, think, I think he found his... They say he came in as a half, obviously, when uh, Sammy Walker was injured, but he found... Uh, I thought he was really good coming off the bench doing the rotation at hooker with Smitty. Week yeah. one, Sharkies. Yeah. Came on. Bit like Cogger in the GF. Yeah. Added a bit of spark. Yeah. You need, you need uh, fast legs, as Roger Fabri... Good leg speed. <laughs> ...would say. Tom Chester has re-signed with the Cowboys as well. He signed a one-year extension, remaining in Townsville until the end of 2025. He'll be up there with Jimmy Maloney. Yeah. (laughs) Mate, I told you this. this, When he was at the Panthers and Cameron Seraldo was the interim coach, I'm telling you, Jimmy Maloney was coaching the team. Well, he's done that. Well, there's talk that he might have done a little bit of coaching down there at the Sharks as well. Mate. um, (laughs) He, you know, he speaks French now, fluent. Jimmy, I ran into him. We. Yeah, and he's got... He's also got a ponytail and a man bun. He does not. 100%. He looks fully French. He was smoking a thin cigarette when I saw him. <laughs> he was He not. was eating a baguette. Does he wear those black and white shirts? He does. If you tell me that he he's was now... Blinding. If he's got an easel in his front seat... He, he had an easel, easel in his front seat. He was having a... a, a he was having a rosé when I saw him. Anyway, um, solid fullback uh, and it's more halves depth at the Cowboys. I've got Scott Drinkwater, Tom Chester and Valentine Holmes. Tommy Dean, Chad Townsend, Jake Clifford, and Tom Duffy. How much longer do you think the chat will go around for? Uh, well, they've got the young kid coming up there. Who's the young kid? Tommy. Duffy, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Duffy. Tom Duffy. <laughs> yeah. I reckon they've got... They, one of the reasons they got Jimmy Maloney, because they obviously played together, he said, mate, get, come up here because you've got to rev him up a bit. Yeah, he was good that first year he went there, but he... I reckon they're going to rev him up a bit. Too much time on the podcast. <laughs> Probably. Um... It's been a wonderful afternoon. It's been great. Now, Always a pleasure with you. I've got yeah. another winner. Talk so, to me. Have you heard about the tolls? You, I was listening to the show. Did you check? I, I went on and got it. We got What'd over a grand. Right, how good is it? So Mate, we got another thank one. you for that. I meant to thank you. Well, thank you. Thank, uh, it's, no, don't thank me. Thank, <laughs> What's this uh, one? This is, um, he got, who's this from? We don't know. So he ends in double eight four. Hey, 450 Aiden Tolman rebate, and I live in Aubrey. How good? Straight to the TAB account. Well it was done. A good I showed my wife. Yeah, he's not going to buy his kids any food. Oh, the winner today is for the hat and the good stuff, AP. So AP said, hey, Fletch, stop the fight and bring the late, great Steve Irwin into the team. He was captain, AP. 
Well done. I'll see you all tomorrow. Uh, uh, Enjoy yeah, so the night. So it's Jolly Kane and Sock tomorrow. Yes. And then it's myself and the B-Men on Friday. This is your Friday. Yeah, I'll be Go I'll to be, the bar. I'll be Mr. Wong's on Friday. <laughs> Prawn toast. All right. This has been The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Subscribe to the show on social media at Joel Fletch SEN or subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast and Spotify or download the SEN app.